Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. You really adopted the dark. I was born in it. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bazinga. Two in the box. Ready to go. We be fast and baby slow. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Alright, and uh, we're recording. Uh, welcome to the Mount Geekmore Podcast, your favorite podcast where we talk about, uh, discuss, and debate your favorite uh, top four, Mount Rushmore's, if you will, of your favorite pop culture subjects. Today's pop culture subject, as you can tell by wa- looking at your listening device, is uh, your favorite mob movies. Can you not hear anything? There's like no, some weird, we it sounds like somebody's you. popping bu- like, like bubble wrap. Yeah, I, th- I heard it too, but I'm assuming that's David. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's Sorry. the headphones, dude. I think you should just take off the headphones. I think because if you're telling me no. the now that you put it back in, I think we're good. No, 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 it's fine. What are we talking about? When he was messing with the headphones. Yeah, he was messing with the headphone, and I was like, all right, and I, that's why. All right. Yeah, all I heard is that when you put it back in, we were all right. I was like, <laughs> that's yeah. what she said. Um, <laughs> so uh, thank you for that? messing up the perfect intro, uh, Debona. I was at a perfect intro, man. I was I was batting this was, a thousand. This was gonna be the one. This is gonna be the one. <laughs> uh, I am Neri. I am Signs. Uh, with me as usual, we have Jeff. Yo. And we have David. Howdy. And back again, and for the foreseeable future, we have Daniel Debona. <laughs> hey, y'all. Back from Alabama. That'll be That's that right. Day. Um. All right. So, uh, and John Wayne's with us today too. Awesome. <laughs> the ghost of John Wayne. <laughs> Even in death, he overacts. Um. All right. So, oh, hey, you 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 take that hating somewhere else, man. <laughs> uh, I actually pressed that button because I thought it was clapping. I thought it was applause, and I forgot that I changed it to uh, <laughs> to John Wayne. All right. So, we're talking about mob movies. We're being talking about organized crime uh, movies, uh, not gangster movies. Uh, and not heist movies. Uh, it has to be organized crime. Uh, so there will be, there's a lot of uh, uh, crime movies, but they're not organized crime. It's just like, oh, we're going to hit up a bank. Set it off will not be on this fucking mountain um, for multiple reasons. Uh, but, no uh, Ronin. No, no yeah. Ronin. Ronin. <laughs> Ronin's a great movie, man. Um, Damn, I haven't thought about that movie in forever. Uh, so make sure you guys understand the difference. All right. So with that said, how did you guys uh, select your uh, make your picks? Which one of us? Uh, let's start with the top of my phone. David is at the top of my phone. So David, uh, it's nice to be at the top of something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> normally Dave look down well, That's how normal height people see the world yeah. <laughs> I figured I'd let you be on top Dave Because since you uh, weren't, didn't have the bunk, the top bunk bed ever I figured you know what Let him have it now It's, it's really hard for my little corgi legs To make <laughs> it up those ladders Man when you said you let him be on top I really thought the joke there was Because your wife never does Yeah <laughs> 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 have you seen his wife his wife is like head and shoulders taller than him like that's the only way they. Yeah. he's always on top in that situation <laughs> um okay anyway so um the, i i thought i was not well versed in this uh in the subject area 
but I found out after making a list that I had actually seen a whole lot of these, uh, but I had only seen them like one time. So there's uh, there's a few that I saw again, uh, a couple that I saw for the first time. And uh, overall, I have really grown to appreciate this. I kind of feel like how, how Jeff felt when we did the Western Mountain, where he was like, yeah, I'm not really a Western guy. Um, I never thought of myself as a, uh, like a, a, a mob movie or a mafia movie guy. And I got to say, I think I kind of am. Yeah, boy. All the fedoras. How, how, yeah, I, I don't understand how you ever, like, how this was ever a thing with you. Like, you thought you weren't. Like, just knowing you mm-hmm. and knowing these movies, you know, the fact that they originated with guys in three piece suits and fedoras. I'm like, this is right <laughs> up your fucking alley, man. Well, I, I always loved those old uh, James Cagney and, you know, George Raft. Uh, mafia movies, and those were awesome, you know. Your story, Edward G. Robinson, <laughs> all, all those guys. <laughs> but um, as far as you know, movies after the 1940s, uh, mafia movies after the 1940s, I always considered my uh, my knowledge of it quite limited, and uh, and in fact, isn't quite so limited. I'm looking at this list now that a lot of these I saw well before you know doing this. So that's that's pretty much how I made this. Mm. Kind of took inventory. Uh, saw some again, and um, yeah, I want to say maybe about <coughs> 10, 10 movies is what I saw okay. over the the last couple of weeks. Nice. All right, uh, Debona, how did you come up with your list? So how I came up with my list was I filled an entire page with <laughs> notes about um, just ones that I love. Uh, then was immediately able to. Assume to, to eliminate a couple when we said it was organized crime, not gangsters. So I took off New Jack City and uh, some stuff like that. But uh, love it. I've got, I've just got this right now. What I'm looking at is this big nebulous thing where a couple are designated as honorable mentions. My one and two are very clearly labeled. And the rest of it is going to kind of be audible <laughs> and game time choices. Uh, this Doing this list came at a great time for me. I've got this on the mind. The wife and I are in the middle of a rewatch of Boardwalk Empire. Oh, nice. We never finished Boardwalk Empire, so we had to go back and start it again. And so, uh, so I'm, I was really, the timing on this was perfect. I was really feeling these. Um, I'm also going to go on record as saying, as the uh, Italian guy on the podcast, everything all of you are going to say is racist. And. <laughs> Mercantini? <laughs> <laughs> Two of us, my friends. <laughs> Bibbidi bobbidi. I mean, <laughs> it's, cle- it's clearly three of us. Bibbidi bobbidi boobidi. I may or may not have taught my son the hand gesture. Today. So, <laughs> that's a Mario, and I just thought of that. So I've got a, I've got a solid one and two. Um, I've got some great honorable mentions, and then I got some others that are about to get tossed around, and we'll see what comes out when you call on me. All right, uh, Jeff. How did how did you make your selection? So. Um, I, I, much like David, I mean, I didn't realize how many mafia movies or mobster movies I actually did, had seen. It's been a long time since I've seen them, so there was a few that I had to rewatch. Most of my list is pretty much. I, I guess I I I ended up making the list trying to limit duplicating Italian mafia, you know, Irish mafia. Like I, so I have like one of each. And then I have one which it's been very fluid and it's going to be a game time decision that I'm putting one comedy. I know and I preface that I know that there's movies that are genuinely better at serious films in, in the mafia category, but there are some great 
comedy mafia movies. So Agreed. I felt that, and mob movies. So I felt they needed to have their, their place as well on the list. But before people kill me, because I saw everybody's list online were like very like serious and official, except for a couple. That's that when I do my pick. Yeah, I don't I'm, know. I don't. Um, I'm never a fan of the phrase uh, "serious movies" because you know, uh, comedies are movies. They're still movies. It's like um, I don't like when the conversation gets into like, "Oh, but that's an animated movie." Like I call Spider Verse the best superhero movie of all time, and people always, "Oh, but that's animated." I'm like, I don't give a fuck. It's the best movie. Right. Like I don't. Yeah, give, like right. I don't. Uh, I, don't yeah. I don't care what medium it's in. It's still a fucking like I don't care how it was, you know, produced. It, it's still the best movie. I'm so so. That's the way I see comedies as well i see comedies and maybe just because i'm a comedian but I, I see comedies as you know they're a good comedy is still a good comedy still a good a movie right so is the way i've seen it but um with that said uh i know uh this is my this is my wheelhouse this is like uh for as long as i can remember i've mm-hmm. always loved my movies uh see what i, I did do. There? thank you sir um but um with that said i know that there is no list that i'm gonna be happy with absolutely um, there's no list that i'm gonna be happy with and there's no list yep. that um i'm gonna that, so we've said this before about a few different of the mountains throughout our time in geek more i've said uh there's no right list and there's no wrong list you can't go wrong and you can't go and you can't get it perfect there's no way of getting a perfect list here because there's so many great options so with that that alleviate, immediately alleviated a lot of the pressure and i was like i don't it does here's what i want to pick i will say this as i'm talking right now uh, as you guys were talking i've decided to make a self-made um limitation uh a rule and that's i'm only going to go with one movie per director so oh i i did make that rule myself because i felt like this could very easily be an all scorsese or an all the palma mountain and i decided go with one from each and yeah uh like like so, uh, one scorsese from- is he has he made them has he made a mob movie has he <laughs> am i pronouncing it right scorsese yeah yeah i uh i well, kind of unwilling, uh, not unwilling, unwittingly uh, imposed that rule on myself, too, as I kept going. It was like, I'd look at this one, I'd look at that one, I'd be like, well, ah, I got, I'm going to pick between these two because I don't want them both to make the list. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. So um, that's that's what I've that's what I've done. Uh, and again, it's only because just to make it easier on myself, because, uh, you know, it is what it is. So that's that. Uh, let's start off with the fourth pick. Round four. I'm in no mood for your wife's crack. Let's get it off. All right, let's start off with Dave. David, uh, what is your number four? Uh, My number four is a movie that I saw for the very first time in preparation for this mountain, and it's a movie called Bugsy. Bugsy. I've never seen Bugsy. Honorable mention for me. It almost made my mountain. Yeah, this this is uh, the movie of... Bugsy Siegel, uh, mm-hmm. Benjamin Siegel. Oh, that Bugsy! <laughs> I, thought <it> the, uh, <laughs> I thought it was the other Bugsy. I'm sorry. Wait, are you talking? You, are you talking about the one who rapped with DMX like in the mid nineties? They did some Why? brave casting. Brave casting. Yeah. <laughs> it was way ahead of its time. This version. <laughs> I mean, crazy. Uh, well, I, I say that, Neri, because there is another Bugsy. There was Bugsy Moran. Uh, who was one of the guys who was in a, in a feud with Al Capone back in the uh, 
in the late 20s. Uh, so this is a different Bugsy uh, from about 20 years after that point. So uh, it was uh, kind of developed by Warren Beatty, who starred as Bugsy. And it tells the story of how he has heat put on him in New York. And so he goes out to Los Angeles. He goes out to L.A. Uh, he's friends with George Rapp, who uh, was a, a big time actor back in the 40s and the 50s. And uh, he was known to have connections in the criminal underworld. So he goes out there and he tries to establish uh, some sort of uh, money making scheme for the big bosses back in in New York. <clears throat> From there, uh, he kind of gets involved in the development of Las Vegas with uh, with the Flamingo uh, Casino mm-hmm. and Hotel, and uh, ultimately his um, sort of mismanagement of everything and his life of excess is, leads him to his his murder. Right. Uh, Spoiler alert. <laughs> I mean, well, 70 hell. years later, you know. <laughs> uh, so it, and is, it is based on Annette Benning. Yeah, plays uh, his, hot uh, his power. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Hold on. I'm, I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like prime Annette Benning is, yeah. is in this movie. She really is a knockout in every scene. Uh, she's a great actress, too. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that is good. <laughs> I like the way I like the way he said it too. You said it like the stereotypical dude. She's a good actress too, you know. I don't know if you know. She's just she's just she's not a pair quality. of tits. She's not she's just a pair quality. of tits. She could actually act, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Annette Benny, dude. Like it's I have some you, more respect. Put some respect on her name, dude. She's she's going places. I mean, she's, you know. <laughs> I look out for her in uh, the uh, award season coming up. So, <laughs> but no, I saw uh, Bugsy for the first time in prepping for this too. I saw it before Dave did. I was like, dude, you gotta right. watch this movie because um, it Warren Beatty. I mean, he's you know, it's Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty is incredibly charismatic. Him as, as Bugsy, you know, was is just really cool and really like. And uh, Christy, she's the one that recommended because she loves this movie, and she told me she oh, said. Okay. Um, you know, this is where I got more interested in learning about how Las Vegas actually was created mm-hmm. because he was one of the key, key folks in actually doing it in real life. Right. And, and it's, it, it's cool the way that they do it. And like, you see him having his illusions of being a Hollywood star and like, you know, trying to fit in and doing all, I like, I thought it was great. It, it well, was, it, it was interesting how, um, I, there's obviously a lot of mafia movie and mobster movies where, uh, the focal point is the American dream, right? Um, immigrants play a big role in these movies, and, and that's you know what, one of one of the uh, one of the reasons why people come to the United States is to, mob to find a <laughs> mob movie. Yeah. And, we and can't so, get this back home, man. We I need to come over here. We can't get this back home. I, I learned English from Goodfellas. Fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Funny so, como, funny como, eh? <laughs> Soy un payaso. ¿Qué? Clown? Okay. Clown? Am I clown? Clown? <laughs> so, so you, 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 see, you see a lot of that in this movie as well, where he's, you know, uh, for him, it's not really about the money. It's about, uh, it's about the drink, you know? Uh, and a lasting name for himself. Exactly. He wanted them, people to remember his name. Yeah, like Fort Myers. All right, look. So I just went and looked this movie up, and it came out in '91. 
So right now, what you guys are trying to convince me is the whole Dick Tracy thing didn't work out, so he had to become a gangster. That's, that's what we're getting at right yeah, now. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> Did, didn't work out when he was a copper, so uh, so he he joined uh, Big Boy's group. Yeah, when you go when you go against Pacino and you see Pacino being a gangster, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go right back, it. adding Dick Tracy to my list. <laughs> Table. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> All right, so we got there Bugsy. Go, we got Bugsy. Uh, DeBono, what do we got for number four, man? All right, for number four, um, like I said, I kind of unwittingly did the thing where I made I I, uh, I did one per director. So that's how I ended up making the choice for my number four. My number four is uh, the Brian De Palma movie that I picked, and it is Carlito's Leg. Table. Okay. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so just go mm-hmm. ahead and write it down, and we'll move on. All right, Jeff, what do you got? So my number four is the one comedy. I've been. I was back and forth between a few. Um, ultimately, I picked the one that. Um, it, it, I I think I've watched it more than any of the other two, considering that one of them I watched it I think for the first time in twelve years today. Um, so my number four, and we can fight about this near you is analyze this. Mm. You, <laughs> you, you um, got something, you, you're good. You, so analyze this to, you know, for, for those that have been living in Iraq, analyze this is essentially De Niro playing a mafia boss who has a nervous breakdown after his basically boss slash like, um, mentor gets gunned down in front of him. Um, he runs into, he finds Billy Crystal through a series of events. I'm not going to spoil because I highly recommend it. If you haven't seen it to watch it, um, and becomes his Billy Crystal becomes his therapist. Um, it's directed by the late, great Harold Ramis. Um, one of the all time greats. Oh my God. Absolutely. One of the very, uh, just sidebar. One of the very few times I have actually shed a tear when learning about a celebrity death was when Harold Ramis. Yeah. I, you know what? Probably, probably the same for me. Um, Mine was Stuart Scott. Commentary. Stuart Scott. Yeah. yeah, but after all the setup in of Stuart, we're gonna go. That's a tangent, but I'm with you on Stuart Scott. <laughs> Next but, um, mountain, celebrity death that made you cry. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Coleman, number one. Wait, what? Um, he's wait, he's dead. We, we we have to go kill him first so Jeff can cry about. Not dead. <laughs> Pretty sure. Yeah, he's dead, bro. He's dead. Okay. He's dead. Like, he had an awful accident. Bumped his head on the table. It's a whole thing. Aneurysm. It's a whole oh fucking thing. God. I swear to God, I'm not lying. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't even a big table. It was a coffee table. But you know, he was. <laughs> it was a Fisher Price table at a Toys R Us. Um, but to him, it was head. You know, same height. I, what I love about this, and the thing is that they're, uh, they're going to be mentioned. I'm sure either on a list or I will mention them in honorable mention if they're not. On there. What I love about this is that you still have the seriousness. People get killed. People get, you know, there's, 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 there's people getting off. There's, you know, the, still the mafia meetings, the mafia bosses. That there's that, that typical mafia side, but then you've got the comedy side of Billy. I've always loved Billy Crystal and his delivery. I, I love And that. then you, you've got him playing off of De Niro, who's trying to be the straight lace, but then De Niro has these amazing lines in this movie, like that. That one line when he's like, I couldn't get up last night. And he's like, did you take, you know, they have pills today. He's like, a boner, I forgot, I'm going to butcher the phrase, but it's like, an, a hard-on should be get the, uh, obtained the natural way or none at all. And Billy Crystal just looks at him, he's like, I think Mark Twain said that. 
back and forth. I fucking love it. What can absolutely never be overstated is how ridiculously funny Robert De Niro is in that movie without cracking a smile. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Like there, there, there are so few times where you see a guy, especially a guy that you're not used to maybe doing comedy, just deliver so perfectly in the role of straight man. It was incredible. And I, what interesting fact that I was looking up on, on the movie is a lot of the scenes in restaurants were actually filmed in locations that there were original mob hits. Oh, really? So, oh, really? So there was real-life mob hits that happened in all those restaurants that they filmed at. Like, they purposefully did that, except for there well, was one I, place and, that the mob hit. In all fairness, and on every Italian restaurant in New York, there's been a mob hit. In, so <laughs> that's true. You heard. The, the, the Sparrow on in Times yeah. Square. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, ironically enough, Scorsese was approached to direct the movie and turned it down. So Scorsese wanted to get Scorsese in on this, which... <laughs> I don't know how that would have would have been um, awful. It would have been awful. Well, this this yeah. was released, I think, the same year as Casino, so he may have turned it down because he was already developing Casino. Ninety nine. I don't know. Oh, no, never mind. No, no, casino, casino was way before. Way before. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I know, Neri. I know you're not a fan of this movie. You don't think it's funny, but um, wrong. I, I wholeheartedly disagree. I I mean, I think it 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 has its comedy in the right points. It's got the, 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 you know, kind of sweet moments where Billy Crystal's giving him breakthroughs, even though De Niro being the mafia guy who was raised on the boys, guys don't cry, guys have to be tough. He reacts to them in a, in a different way, except when he starts sobbing. There are those heartfelt moments in the movie, you know, and like Lisa Kudrow, she's great as like, you know, in the, she's not in it like. <laughs> I fucking hate yeah, Lisa Kudrow, man. I just can't stand. You know I, what? I who hates Lisa? Who hates Lisa Okay, Kudrow? listen. I'm I'm normally with Neri on Lisa Kudrow because I hated Phoebe on Friends. So you but, hate the same character? She's the same character in this movie. No, she's funny in this. Oh, movie. She's, no, she's not. Oh man, you gotta watch. She's smart in this. No, she's just. I don't. I don't like. I, I, I'm not. And again, comedy is very subjective, as as is all art. But comedy, more so, I would say, lends itself to being more subjective, uh, because what what's funny to one person is not funny to the other, and nobody's right, right. and nobody's wrong. I'm completely as. Right. I'm not just saying that as a comedian. I'm saying that as a as a human being. I completely am aware. I just, and I know I'm in the vast minority. As I told you, Jeff, earlier in the yeah. conversation, I know I'm in the vast minority here. I'm not gonna pretend like how can you guys. Like, but I every time I hear people talk about analyze this or analyze that, um, I feel like Will Ferrell and and uh, and uh, and um, what's his name? Zoolander. I'm like, Old am school. I taking am I taking crazy pills? Like, oh, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, I, well, analyze, I I didn't say analyze that. Yeah. This. But no, no, I I'm saying, but, but, but both, no, no, but both, <laughs> both movies are both people. Both, you know, both those movies have a huge fan base. Both of them, uh, and I don't like those. I don't, I don't think it's funny at all. I saw. I love you. I saw. <laughs> that's that's no, that's not big then. That's. Sorry, I muted it. Uh, no, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. We heard. Every, we heard everything. I don't. I don't think you did. Oh, I heard, heard all of the that. video. I didn't. Yeah, yeah, we heard everything. We heard. That was adorable as hell. That was adorable as hell. Is that Big Daddy? I like that's not Big Daddy. Uh, you, you, for for what it's worth, my full blooded Italian father, Neri. You, if if the three of us were to go out, people would assume you were his son, not me. 
All right, that's good. Um, so yeah, analyze this and analyze that has a huge following. I always found the movies boring. I saw analyze this in theaters, and I just found it super boring. I didn't find it funny. I am a huge fan of Billy Crystal. I literally was watching Billy Crystal interviews today on on YouTube for the last two or three days, just watching. You know how YouTube is like. You might like this one. I'm like, God damn it, YouTube! I do like this one. Uh, <laughs> I do enjoy. That. I do enjoy another interview with Billy Crystal, and not just classic ones. I'm talking about ones that he did like in February or, or January of this year. Um, so I'm a huge fan of Billy Crystal. I'm a huge fan of De Niro's uh, movies. Uh, I think as an as a human being, he's just super fucking boring. He's the wor- he gives the worst interviews of all time. He really does. De Niro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. yeah. yeah I can't bad. I can't disagree with that. But as an actor, he's phenomenal. I can't you know nobody could say uh, less than that. Um, but uh, I just didn't like this movie. Is all. I just didn't find it funny. I find myself being the David in this about this movie. Because when Jeff and I love other comedies, David's usually the one that goes, I, I didn't find it funny. And this like is how I... Like what we do in the shadows. Like what we do, like, yeah, <laughs> what we do in the shadows, Grandma's Boy, he just doesn't like it. He doesn't think... Right. Wait, which... Wait, which one? Which one of you doesn't think what we do in shadows is funny? Dave. Dave. Oh, you're killing me, Dave. Yeah, yeah sorry. See, the, wait, the, oh, wait, wait, wait. I, I really enjoyed it. And I thought that the werewolves were funny. Okay. Uh, he likes my, one my, scene. My, my issue with that is I uh, I don't care for Taika Waititi's acting. Yeah, you see, and there his and his line delivery. I I don't think that he's great because when when we do the jokes, the jokes are funny. I just. Yeah, okay. not so, when he does them. Okay, yeah, so not when he does them. To digress, uh, to uh, to come back. Uh, I'm fully aware that this is on me. I just I don't find those movies. Bo- I find them hacky. I find them, and I say this. Being a, fa- a fan of sitcoms, I find a very sitcomy comedy. Like, and cue the laughter now, and it's like, ugh, I just find it forced, and I just don't like. I just don't find it. Funny. I mean, I can I can agree with you on the fact that it does have that element of like a sitcommy, but I think that's what I like. But I love, but I love, but I love sitcoms. I love sitcoms. I just didn't like the way it worked in this movie. But Again, maybe do you think? Do you think I know it's I'm maybe wrong. because, but do you think maybe it's because the in that for that genre. There's a certain type of because I know a movie that may be on your list. I'm not going to mention that is hysterical, but it's a different type of delivery. And I just don't like. I just don't like this comedy. I don't think this comedy is funny. I think this comedy is very, uh, very safe and boring. I don't think it doesn't. It doesn't to me. It doesn't. you know, it's it's uh it's the vanilla of comedy to me. This type of comedy is very vanilla and very like it's it, this will please the masses. But I'm I'm uh, I'm that snob. I'm a comedy snob, so I'm just like, um, this was not refined in the in the hills <laughs> of uh, and I just I don't give a fuck. I just don't care. Right. I don't I don't care about the movie. But again, I fully understand that I'm in the minority. I'm not saying I'm right. I, if anything, I get that I'm wrong. I'm I, I'm willing to take that loss. I'm like oh, I'm just I don't get it it's just not me um that movie is funny but it's not really comedy because it's not comedy unless it comes from the comedian yeah. area of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's exactly what you sounded like mary i'm just proud of neary because i was i was totally expecting the boring or the buzzer on that no no i just again because i know it's it's i know this is on me like you know what i mean when when right. you know when i when i'm like the i don't think i've ever met another person who didn't like the movie again i don't really talk about this movie often enough to get a fucking right. feedback but i'm pretty sure survey next time 
I'm pretty sure. Uh, he's like, hey, remember that movie that came out 15 years ago? What do you think about it? Huh? What do you think about it? You want to talk about it now? Um, he's about to do five minutes on it. And his next <laughs> I just, I don't care. Like, it just doesn't, you know. I just, I find it, whatever. But I get it. I'm in a minority, dude. I, I uh, but uh, I'm glad you guys like it. That's all that matters. That's all I love you. <laughs> uh, I wish, I wish uh, that had been his response when we were talking about the searchers. About which one? <laughs> The, the, Sir- the John Wayne. Oh movie. no, that's different. That's that, very different. That, Searchers. The, 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 the John Wayne movie that everyone loves and says, "Hey, might be the best western of all time." Yeah, it's yeah. It's so weird how how, how people are wrong. Um, <laughs> so very it's, weird. It, it's because this was your pick, Jeff. This no, it doesn't. It has nothing to do with that. I just I did, he loves Searchers too. He uh, Searchers as well. I don't yeah. know if there's a Searchers yeah. too. Uh, <laughs> Searchers yeah. too. I like the boogaloo. <laughs> Searchers, t- <laughs> is it, is it, isn't that the search for Curly's gold? Yeah. <laughs> searchers too. We still looking for this bitch. Uh, that's hilarious. Searchers too. Uh, the Natalie Holloway. The, like na- the Natalie Holloway story. Searchers too. <laughs> oh, oh Jesus Christ! Searchers too. Still searching. Yeah. I was gonna make a joke after that, but that was too good. Natalie- searchers Natalie too, Holloway starring O.J. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Searchers too. The juice is loose. <laughs> oh shit! Um, all right. Uh, so to keep in the vein of comedy, uh, my number four. Um, I'm gonna go with a movie that I've loved uh, from the very first time I saw it as a as a child, and I've loved this movie. I think it's made my mountain on other on other topics, and I forget what other topic yes, that was. Uh, but my number four is uh, the Sylvester Stallone movie Oscar. Uh, and, and that's the movie I was referring to. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> I knew it was either going to be on his mountain or an honorable mention. It did, so it it did make been. your Stallone mountain. It made, uh, yeah, it should have made my Stallone mountain. It should have made my 1991 mountain. If there was a, like, if we, like whatever year that movie came out, and if we yeah. did a mountain about it, it should have been on that mountain too. Uh, I can't say enough about this movie. I paid full price for that movie. It was 17.99, and I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm I'm buying this movie. Uh, I <laughs> love that fucking movie. I've I've owned it in multiple formats. Uh, I owned it on VHS on dvd and now on digital and whatever fucking next whatever the next format is brain implant i'll fucking buy it on my brain implant <laughs> um I, I truly enjoy everything about that movie uh Debora, have you ever watched it uh, i don't know that i have actually so it's that's the, what i was just movie. trying to I was just that, trying to look it up and see if I have. I don't think I've seen it that was the other movie that was between that and analyze this for my number four yeah. um the thing and what I was mentioning before Oscar is very much like Clue it's the same pacing as Clue it's the same kind of format as Clue which Clue is one of my favorite freaking movies I love that movie so um but and so but Oscar is just brilliant like just Stallone as the you know the guy trying to go straight and like you got Marissa Tomei you've got um Chad commentary again because he does everything uh, <laughs> you so know good. It, it's such a good movie it's he, such He's uh, it um, what's his name uh, from uh, the original uh, clown from it? What's his name? Uh, 
Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Tim, Tim Curry has the the the, the diction. Yeah, teacher. the teacher. Uh, he's in the movie. Uh, it all takes place on one day. Which for some reason I like movies that all take place on one day. I don't. I've, I've just uh, come to uh, come to lo- know that about myself. Learn that about myself recently. Um, but I, I, everything it's it's a it's a smart comedy. Uh, even though it has some uh, elements of slapstick, it still doesn't. It's still not a dumb comedy. Uh, right. It's fast. Pa- it's fast paced. It's it's great, man. It has call. It does great callbacks to itself later on in the movie. Uh, the story is fantastic. Um, I would highly recommend you watch this movie. Yeah. Uh, okay. The, the If you if you have an if you have an Apple TV, I don't know if you have an Apple TV, uh, but I could I could give you my login and you could log in and we have between Dave and I, uh, we have every movie that you, that that that. We I have a hundred movies, but they have like seven thousand. No, no I've, uh, I've we're, we're a Roku family, so uh, uh, I appreciate it. Well, but you know, uh, no, I'll definitely check it out um there's a movie that's in my honorable mentions that i think might be strikingly similar the one in my honorable mentions i think is more parody than this one seems to be from looking at it but i'll definitely check it out i love yeah it's it's not it's not necessarily a parody because it's basically the the general idea debona is that he wants to go straight and the main thing is that he's meeting with a bunch of bankers because he's going to buy in to be a partner in the bank because he's deciding to not be a mafia boss anymore and to go straight. And that and that's what the over the underlying story is in Oscar. But then there's that, you know, series of of, of unfortunate events that happen, people coming in and out. Like, you know, it's 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 very I would like Neary says, I don't think it would it's slapstick. But it's like the clue that's I think clue's the best reference I, to it. I don't know, man. I, I, I call it slapstick. Wikipedia uh, listed as slapstick. Yeah. I, I, I I think this is slapstick. I um which, I, I which think it has always surprised me because Neri, you're not really a slapstick guy. I don't think I I consider this movie that ha- that's why I said what I said about it before. I think it has elements of slapstick. I think there is there are some slapstick gags to it, but the whole movie itself overall, I don't consider it slapstick. I consider this movie it's a it's a smart. Uh, the slapstick is the physical comedy. Like there's some physical comedy to it, and it's funny, and I get it. Would it be uh, like would like Chad commentary looking watching the door? Chaz, like slapstick? Yeah. To me, okay. I don't find that slapstick. To me, what I find slapstick is Chaz Pimentary when he goes, oh, fork it over, and he has a thousand weapons on him, and he has oh, a, yeah, a fucking right. mace. That too. That's, yeah. That to me is, <laughs> it's so fucking funny. He has a mace. So the fucking good. guy has a, like, a like, fucking... You have to watch this. Oh, it's so great. Uh, but again, that's not all the comedy to it. There's more There's more to it. Right. There's there's, uh, there's uh, misinterpretation of words, and that which is definitely not what slapstick is, and you know, it's a whole thing. Man, so uh, but I think there is definitely slapstick elements to it. I just I wouldn't categorize the whole movie as slapstick. But again, it's it's great. I'm not. This is not a, a dig at at slapstick. There's nothing wrong with slapstick. Uh, the Three right. Stooges were slapstick. Aren't you a three, I was gonna say you're a Three Stooges. Three man. Stooges were slapstick, and that's fucking hilarious. I don't, you know, fucking. Uh, I'm not I, against. Slapstick. I can't believe I can't believe that Oscar is only twelve percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, it's still higher than uh, Sister Act Two, so there's that. Uh, <laughs> and, and rightfully so. And right, uh, Why do you know what the Rotten Tomatoes rating of Sister Act Two is? Up because it's a head. fucking crime. It's a fucking crime <laughs> that no, Sister Act no. Two is at fucking seven percent. What the fuck? Bro? But you're happy. But you're happy that Mighty Duck is at thirteen percent. I'm not happy. I understand it. Yeah, I never said I was happy. I just understand. <laughs> exactly. I w- I understand how it's at 13%. You're watching it through <laughs> fucking kid eyes, and it's a great movie for a kid. But if you're I, watching we this- We watch that movie as an adult, sir. Yes, but you- I yeah. love that But movie. you thirst for Dude, the like love- Disney Plus? 
hey, kids, welcome to Mighty Duck. But you first. Now let's go beat Iceland. <laughs> you first... That's part two, my friend. That's part That's two. That's part two. With Pedro Mendoza from Miami, sir. That's why I support that movie. And, uh, and, and. You talking about Betty the Jet Rodriguez on ice skate? Yeah. And, <laughs> much, yeah. and shout out to future fucking meth heads. Huh? Am I right? Correct? Huh? Hey, <laughs> go bird. <laughs> uh, so my, his, my his missing teeth are going to be replaced with. My number four is Oscar. So for number four, we had Bugsy, Carlito's Way, Analyze This, and Oscar. So that's what we have for number four. Moving on to number three. Round three. Three is a magic number. Yes, it is. All right, so I get so hyped uh, in that audience counts out that three count every time. <laughs> so, uh, Dave, what what do we got for uh, what do we got for number two for number three? I'm sorry. Uh, my number three is a movie that I finished watching about an hour ago, and oh. uh, yeah, it's one that I had been wanting to watch for a while and uh, had never got around to it. And then finally, uh, when we were doing this mountain, I was like, "Oh shit! All right, so I should probably get around to this one." Completely forgot. I laid down to take a nap after I finished all my work today, right? Two minutes after I lay my head down on my pillow, Jeff gives me a call, right? He's like, hey, man, so let's talk about, uh, you know, some, some popular movies. And so as we're talking, I realize I never got around to watching this movie. I jump out of bed. I'm like, fuck this nap. I got to go watch this movie now. I am so happy that I did because this movie was fucking awesome. It's called The Yakuza. And yes, it's, it's a uh, it's a 1975 honorable uh, mention. Like, oh, is it awesome? Yeah, oh, great. So it's a it's a 1975 like neo noir um, thriller that is all about uh, Robert Mitchum, who's one of my favorite actors from back in the day, going to Japan to rescue one of his oldest friend's daughters, who's been taken by the yakuza. And uh, so he he goes over there. There's a whole bunch of twists and turns in the story. We also which is ca- we also call that we also call that uh, Wolverine issues five through fifteen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know that story. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so uh, it, it, there's there's a whole bunch of uh, twists and turns in the story that's very reminiscent of the the guy who wrote the final script, uh, Robert Town who's the guy who wrote Chinatown, which is one of my favorite movies. And um, uh, all in all, it's it's such an amazing look at why Japanese culture is so different from American culture, but also how like different mobs and different uh, mafias have their own codes of honor. That is the hugest takeaway from this right here in America. Yeah. When we watch mob movies, what we get is we get Irish mob, we get Italian mob. Yeah, you yeah. get a couple of others, but that's where that's where the focus lies. That's what we know in America um, as the as the country of immigrants. It's like right, people, those people came in. That's what they did. When you watch Yakuza, you get this absolute, completely different feel for what. A, a mob can do for their for their neighborhood for their area yeah. and how they run and how they do everything there is um, th- th- that's involved just with their culture and, and the way one of the things that can't be uh, understated about this movie is Paul Schrader was actually one of the mm-hmm. writers on this the guy who did Taxi Driver Raging Bull Last Temptation yeah. of Christ um, yeah, he developed I, it yeah, yeah. 
I uh, I have this as an honorable mention because it's 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 weird, but it's great. Uh, it's just a fantastic watch. I, I'm so happy somebody actually. There's um, there's a there's a conversation that uh, Robert Mitchum has with the the young guy who comes with him uh, to Japan to help rescue this girl, and uh, that young man who has never been to Japan before is completely enthralled at how opposite the cultures are. And he says uh, something to the effect of, he's like, did you know that when the Yakuza use, uh, when they use a katana, they chop totally differently from us. He goes, we chop like outward. He goes, they chop inward. He goes, did you know that when they use a saw, right, they press like towards themselves. We press away from ourselves. He's like, is, is everything here the other way around? And he says, yes. And you start realizing because of uh, different associations that are going on with people in America that that's a good thing, that there's so much honor and so much loyalty and so much beauty in in the Japanese culture, even in their organized crime. Was that? Wait, wait yeah. are, are you confusing this with Karate Kid 2? <laughs> That's right. Uh, oh my God, does Cobra Kai count, count as a mob? <laughs> no, um, they're the good guy. Well, I guess if you think the mob are the good guys. Um, there's, there's this incredible scene in Yakuza where one of the characters goes to commit traditional suicide, which I'm probably about to massacre how you actually pronounce seppuku? it. It's, uh, seppuku. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's pronounced Bukaki. <laughs> and his brother talks him out of it and so then like the only way that he can wrap his head around living but not and not committing traditional suicide is he chops his little finger off and it's just this ah oh, god it, it, it's it's such a beautiful scene it, it's gorgeously which, done. Which, which kind of leads into the very last scene of the movie where I was like I was so I was moved to tears and the acting was so good so solid, uh, particularly in that last scene, that I was like, "Geez, this is amazing!" Yeah, it's it's incredible. Like, even if you have very limited knowledge of Japanese culture, it's still become it's it's still an absolutely amazing watch. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yuck. Well, I'm gonna watch it when I can get a chance to sneak away from <laughs> the, the the house. Because I was like, oh, let me start watching this. And then my kid walked in. I'm like, yep, I can't watch that. Let me watch this. <laughs> nope, can't watch that. Ah, uh, having kids. Sorry, I don't. I just can't forget about, you know, Pearl Harbor that easily. Uh, so, uh... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's actually one of the focal points of the movie. I just love, yeah. the, I just love the fact that you like, uh, I brought up that thought, that joke came to mind when uh, Debono goes, you know, even people who have limited knowledge of, of Japanese culture. And I just thought to myself, like, that's that. That that's the kind of idiot that's like, Bleh. remember what they did in Pearl Harbor? I ain't watching no fucking movie with no Japanese. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, oh, Jesus, calm down. Um, anyway, so yeah, Yakuza. All right, good, good to know. Good. And it this was seventy uh, four, correct? Seventy five. Okay, let me go edit Wikipedia now, because that's. <laughs> Because Wikipedia <laughs> says 74. All right. Oh, I- iTunes, Apple said 75. You know what? Fuck you, Wikipedia. You don't know shit. The uh, Bono, what do you got for you, number three? You literally can't go edit it. That's how Wikipedia works. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, like I said at the beginning, I've got this really nebulous list. And so at this point, I'm 
throwing caution to the wind, and I'm going to put one out there. Normally what I do with my number four pick, but I actually do like this movie a little bit more than Carlito's Way. Um, and I'm going to just throw it out there. Maybe you've seen it. Maybe you haven't. If you haven't, I highly suggest it. 2012 uh, movie called Killing Them Softly. Dude, no, I started no. watching that movie uh, a year ago, and just life got in the way. I watched like the first 10 minutes of it. I had like Brad Pitt wasn't even in the movie yet. And, yeah, and then, so, and, yeah. Oh, that's not Brad Pitt one. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to figure out which one it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Killing Them Softly is this movie about a small-time crook who robs a mob-protected poker game. Okay. And so then they go to get their money back by sending out their hitmen that are Brad Pitt and James Gandolfini. And it's a very well put together movie. Like it's light when it needs to be light. It's heavy when it needs to be heavy. Um, I don't want to go too much into it if you're listening and you you don't know what happened. But it takes place in, it's like 2008, 2009 is when it's set. And it's just it's this incredible ride of a movie it's a lot of fun i know it's one a lot of people haven't seen like honestly i had toyed with the fact that if i was going to put this it was going to be my number four and then i threw in a bunch of classics but i i can't leave this day with uh without talking about uh killing them softly it's very very well written it's extremely well directed uh, a guy named andrew dominic uh did it he's the guy who did the assassination of jesse james uh, okay. By the, oh. by the coward. The coward um, oh, fucking Robert love Ford. Him. Robert Ford. Yeah. Fucking love Same guy film. who directed that. Yeah. And he does this great job. Like it's really, really heavy when it needs to be heavy, and it carries these incredible moments where these hitmen are out just trying to track down these guys that robbed this poker game. I wonder if he uses and the same cinematographer for this movie. I was I was in love, I, I was you. in love with the cinematography from uh, I mean I was in love with a lot of things from the Jesse James movie but uh, the assassination of Jesse but uh, cinematography. But what's what's even more incredible about this movie is as you watch it, um, it's got Ray Liotta, it's got Ray Liotta in it, it's got James Gandolfini, it's got Brad Pitt. But then when you get away from those three names, you don't recognize a lot of faces, and when you do, you do a lot of that. Oh God! What do I know them from? Like that face right. is familiar from what? And you gotta, you know, go look up the movie and then try to track down where the character is. Then you find out they play bit parts and other things. But everybody involved in this movie just absolutely acts their ass off. It's a ton of fun to watch. There's a couple of really good twists and turns that really keep you engrossed for the entire run. I don't think it was commercially a huge success. I don't think it ever got the acclaim that you get from a lot of Brad Pitt movies. Um, I 2012, I don't remember that may have put it after James Gandolfini's death. I've only seen it in the past couple of years. Um, I don't remember exactly when uh, James Gandolfini died. Oh, yeah, it was uh, a year after he died. He died June, in 2013. Is oh, when 2013? He died. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Looking at it now. <laughs> okay, yeah. So it was right before he died. It was yeah. so, um, but it's just, it's just, it's a lot of fun to watch. The mob itself isn't the center of the movie. It's this weird buddy cop group of hitmen that is Brad Pitt and James Gandolfini that are the nucleus of the movie. And they're, they're funny together when they're supposed to be funny together. I mean, there are just some really great scenes that out of context wouldn't mean anything. But, uh, so I'm just, like I said, I'm just, I'm throwing caution to the wind with my number three here. Like and it. I'm going to go ahead and go with killing them softly for 2012. Nice. I like it. 
I'm down, dude. I, I I haven't seen it. I started watching it, and uh, but I I I own it, and I and I want to watch it. I want to get to see it. So I'm glad you mentioned it. I'm glad you brought it up, uh, Jeff. What do you got? Oh, so it's in the family share? Yeah, for sure. Oh, great. Yeah. Hmm? I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's in it's in color. You should check out my account, uh, <laughs> Jeff. What do you what do you uh, what do you got? I'm pretty sure this is going to be tabled probably by Neri, but um, my number three is a movie that I never actually saw it until prepping for this episode. I always wanted to, but I never did, and I ended up loving it. And it's American Gangster. Oh, I love that. I Amer- love that. Audible not, mention. Audible yeah, mention. Definitely okay. not going to. Yeah, it's a, it's a great movie. I love that fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, so good. I, I'm surprised I, this is not on your list, Neri. Me, me too. I, th- I really thought it was going to be tabled. No, um, no. I, I love that movie. Uh, like, I watch this movie at least once a year. Like, I, I, I love this movie, but I, I would not. I mean, th- again, this is a tough mountain. This is one of these I could, yeah. you know, there's no wrong. I, I'm, I'm fine with not having this movie on my mountain. Just like if I would have had it on my mountain, I would have been okay with that too. But uh, no. So with me, the the idea with American gangsters is one, it's not the the atypical you know Italian mob you know stuff like that. You've got this guy that I, I mean, essentially it's it's kind of a mob, but not even really. It's I think it's even kind of a stretch for a mob. But Frank Lucas ran ran that area of the city. You know, no, man, um, that's that's a mob, dude. Yeah, dude, yeah. I know. He absolutely was. It's, he, he he organized the entire place around him right. so that it works better. If you would have given those benefit. if you would have given those drug dealers pitchforks and torches, uh Frankenstein would have been a fucking very afraid. That's a mob, my friend. <laughs> that is a fucking mob. And I I mean it it's just the way I, I love I love the whole feel of this movie. I love Ridley Scott. It's it's that um, you know, that 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 type of film filming that he does in his movies that it's just I, I love how, how the scenes are set up I love Denzel's just you know he's he's suave and at the same time you know there's points where he has to be violent in some cases he is but in other cases it's the fear that he just puts into people that he doesn't have to raise his voice he doesn't have to do things he's like when he walks up to the guys the guys like oh give me the money. And he's like, "Oh, you want the money?" He just shoots the guy in the middle of the street. Oh, and he, and he drops the money. Oh, Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Best scenes in the oh. whole movie. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Oh, shoot come me, on, Frank. You gonna you gonna shoot me right here? Yeah. And, yeah. and he just, without saying a word, just shoots him, drops the money, and then goes sit at the table at the at the rest at the restaurant where everybody else, all his brothers, are looking at him. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I love the fact that you see him. Then you've got, you know, um, Russell Crowe. Kind of do. They're, oh, they're, are you talking they're, about Richie Roberts? Richie Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> but they're both kind of doing their own thing without. They they don't really start meddling in each other's stuff till late in the movie. In reality, like because a fucking through. chinchilla fucking jacket. Yes. Isn't that crazy? Because of That's a chinchilla, because of a chinchilla coat, like he fucking like his whole thing was do not draw attention to yourself. And he had a chinchilla coat, and, and he was what like. Second row in the fight. Yeah, just because of a fucking. Which is the same thing that got people killed in a movie higher on my list. (laughs) Chinchillas. Um, Chinchillas got people killed in your fucking other (laughs) movie. Chinchilla coach, yes, sir. One of my favorite things, and this is what, and I texted Neri when I saw after I finished the movie. My favorite thing and why it made my. I'm going to be honest. Probably one of the top reasons it made my mountain is the last ten minutes of the movie when Frank Lucas gets out of jail. Richie's the one that picks him up 
and they're just walking through Harlem. Yes, and you're sir. Seeing Frank like. That's the extended version too, by the way. You saw the extended. Oh, okay, sorry. Because in the, I saw the extended version. In the theatrical release, um, he picks them up from from jail, but they don't do that long walk. They don't do that long walk through the neighborhood. I, I don't know if I would have liked it as much because that long walk in the neighborhood, to me, solidified that. I mean, the movie was phenomenal all throughout, but that walk when he's watching how Harlem changed and he's telling Richie, he's like, I used to run that corner. That corner right there was this. They and then you see like the gangsters now walking by Frank and Frank's like looking at him like who the fuck are these people like what the fuck is this like and Debona go ahead because I know you as, as as somebody who's absolutely seen both you're right I enjoyed American Gangster but when I got to see that extended version for the first time uh, it, it it took the movie to another level because it there's a level of depth that's established when they do that walk. And you're absolutely right. And he's looking at the kids that are now the gangsters of the neighborhood or whatever. Right. Right. He doesn't. And and they think they're hot shit, but they're nothing to Frank and Ricky. And it's, it's an incredible scene. And so as, like I said, seeing both, I saw uh, seeing American gangster in theaters with the regular. And then now seeing that one. Yeah. That scene absolutely takes it to another level. I cannot imagine what editor, decided that needed to be let out. Well, yeah, it's called Ridley. It's called Ridley Scott, and he can't leave well enough alone. And he fucks every movie that he's ever made. It's like this yeah. is gonna get my extended cut. Like he just he makes fucking different versions of every movie he's ever made. I forgot there was a Hollywood director that once said, "You know, we all only get one crack at a movie. Ridley gets four or five at every <laughs> one of his movies." <laughs> I mean, one of the cool one of the coolest things about American Gangster is. The cast is incredible if you're into B-list actors or actors that haven't done like a ton of things, right? Or rappers, like yeah, common, or rappers. Ti, right? Like, common Ti is with Common <laughs> Ti's dad. Yeah. In the movie. Yeah. Um, with Norman Reedus. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, sorry, sorry if I'm talking over you. My my, no, my no, internet no. just started skipping. But yeah, no. Norman Reedus, Ti, Common. All in it, just uh, Idris Elba, like we said, just just doing a part. Keep away, Edgeofor. Yes, and <laughs> that was the one I was getting to. This is the first time I remember seeing. Uh, I can never pronounce his name. I just keep away, Edgeofor. I know him go. from Serenity. That's why. I he, he's Barramordo, but this oh, is the it. first time I remember seeing him and wanting to know who he was. Was when I watched this movie. Uh, the the it, Josh Brolin. It's a lot of fun to watch. Also, the uh, soundtrack, absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z, Jay-Z did the soundtrack. Yeah, this is uh, the soundtrack to this movie is, uh, this is writing music for, I don't know how long you've been with Geek Bro, but if you know me back from What's Good, uh, me and my co-host, Lewis, this is our writing music. If we're going to be in a car for more than 40, mu- 40 minutes, then the American Gangster soundtrack goes on. Oh, fuck, on. that's and, right. Rizzo was in it, too. I just totally <laughs> forgot that Rizzo yeah. was in it, too. Fuck it. Um, that was a great so scene it, when he was like, did you really turn? Did you really give back a million dollars? And he goes, yeah, does anybody have a problem with that? And everybody raises their hand. Right. Like, yeah, we all fucking raise our yeah. hand. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. He was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's um, just, the, the, movie, movie, the movie is a veritable who's who of B-list actors and rappers. It's got an incredible soundtrack. It's a lot of fun to watch. It tells a great um, American dream story, right? This guy who yeah. comes up in the rank. It's 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 very much the definition of what you look for in a mob movie, which is somebody who starts off with nothing and becomes everything in their neighborhood. I I, I think it's a you know an absolutely great movie, and um, 
you know, and, and, and if you look at, read the story in real life, like, like Fr- Frank Lucas said, the movie's like 99% false. Like they, they <laughs> added a bunch of stuff just for Hollywood. But Richie, like Richie's his, one of his kids' godfather in real yeah. life. Like they, in real life, like these guys ended up becoming friends. And it's just, it, it, that to me, the backstory of the fact that you're watching this, yeah, most of it's fake, but ultimately in the real world, they're actual friends in real life. And giving that last 10 minute scene, it just solidifies it even yeah, more. But Zuckerberg said most of social network was fake too. And I think it's just because it made every, it showed everybody what a dickhole he was. Well, Richie <laughs> didn't like the movie because he says that it glorified Frank. That it made Frank nicer than what he was in real life. I just, oh, okay. I, I don't know. I disagree with him in that in that sense. Uh, I in the sense I don't know how nice. Well, you uh, you knew Frank. Personally. No, which is yeah, which is you would go. This is what I was gonna say. This is what I was gonna say. Not that I would know to the fact of how nice or, or who, but that movie did not. Uh, did not uh, it, that showed how how uh, how how evil Frank was and with the shit that the bad things that he did, and um, that whole montage of when Richie was uh you know sh- you know explaining to him how the drugs because he just thought oh I'm just selling drugs and he goes no those are affecting children those are affecting families and that montage of like babies and toddlers walking in on their parents who have died of an overdose that and then you see uh, Denzel finally Denzel's character finally understanding oh shit this is not just selling drugs to fucking to to drug right. addicts in the corner this is like fucking uh, it's affecting actual people and real families I, I never saw that movie as a glorification of and trust me I lo- there's plenty there's movies on this list that glorify fucking that glorify uh, uh, criminal activity yeah I never watched American Gangster and thought oh man that's fucking awesome they're glorifying Frank Lucas I in fact I thought it was the opposite and one of my favorite scenes of this movie which again I adore this movie one of my favorite scenes of this movie is when Ahmad Asante when he when he has that conversation with him oh where, yeah when he goes into him his office uh, after after they try to shoot uh, Frank Lucas to do a drive-by and they miss and he go, they, uh, he goes to Ahmad he goes I'm supposed to be you know you were supposed to be partners you're supposed to be you know protection he goes I it wasn't me I didn't fucking do anything and he says you know you want to be you want to go to the top you know this is where you this is where you get you get this is the kind of attention you can't you once you're famous you can't go fucking backwards what do you want to be unfamous you can't be unfamous you could be infamous but you can't be unfamous but you can't be unfamous and I fucking love that line I love that whole conversation because it teaches Frank Lucas at that moment that fucking he's right he's like Frank was like oh fuck I thought I was at there's a that scene to me just showed that Frank Lucas thought it was A, B, C, D. Like, this is you follow, right. connect, you connect the dots, and, and then he's like, no, bitch, it's not the way this shit works. You can't go to the top and not fucking get people hating on you. It doesn't fucking work that way. Yeah, right. And I I, um, I, I never I never saw that movie as glorifying Frank Lucas. If anything, I thought he was a fucking scumbag. I legit thought just, he was a scumbag. Just to drag this to TV for just a second, if you're listening to this because you love gangster stuff, I highly recommend you watch Boardwalk Empire if you've never seen it. But it, very early in the series, there's a moment where uh, I, I'm just going to say character names. Nobody's seen it. But there's a character named Jimmy who's like an up and comer underneath uh, Enoch Thompson, um, played by Steve Buscemi. And it's the younger guy who looks at him and he was like, Look, you can't be half a gangster. Like, you've got to make that decision, right? And mm. I, I think that it, it was very much the same feel as the you can't be unfamous type thing, right? Like, you've got to make a decision. Either you're doing this or you're not. 
And yeah, no, it was absolutely incredible scene. I, I thought it was, yeah, that, that's, that's my favorite three. scene of the movie, and I lo- I love that movie, man. Great pick, bro. I'm glad you picked it because I'm glad we're talking about it. I'm glad we're talking about it. Uh, all right, I'm my, glad I finally got around to watching. Honorable it. mention. Uh, it's funny because uh, early on we were talking about like uh, mob movies, and I just used the phrase mob, and he was like, "What about American Gangster?" And I was like, "No, it's not a mob movie." And he was like, "But it's." organized crime is like i don't understand like what's the difference and the foot just to for the sake of the joke i was like but he's black it doesn't like, i don't know like i don't know <laughs> <you can't." laughs> yeah, i know it was like as soon as y'all spit it at me i was like are we talking gangsters we yeah yeah i'm like but he's crime? black it doesn't this like, can't, like I said, this the, can't the, be a the, the way the way near he re, like explained it to me is like it's like you know gangster not like boys in the hood yeah not, not right, gangster. Like, <laughs> nah. y'all want to watch y'all want to watch new jack city boys in the hood like, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> but I, um, Dead Presidents, man, bring it on. City. I Dead told Presidents here, I go, would be my number one on oh, that list. I don't care if I just spoiled it for another, for a future episode. <laughs> oh, <I'm good. laughs> who's who's going to go back and listen, man? They're going to forget. <laughs> They're going to forget. So, I'm going to forget. And I said it. <laughs> uh, I, 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 uh, I was that dude. And, and again, I, I, I used that joke because it was the same joke that was in the movie. It's not the same joke. It wasn't a joke in the movie. In the movie, it was a real plot point where he was like, there's never been a black guy that's been ahead of a crime family. There was that scene of, from an FBI agent. He didn't say black guy. He said something way worse. Um, but um, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I just thought it was funny as all. Um, all right. So my- Dong ain't got shit on him. Yeah. My number three is a movie that for a long time I hated, and I talked shit about this movie, and then rewatching it for this mountain, uh, for this for this episode, I thought I'd give it a shot. My uh, number three is uh, Dick Tracy. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that'd be great. Uh, that would be great if he's like, I'm no, I'm dead serious. Uh, I would fucking be great, but it's awful. No, that movie sucks. Um, so no, I'm not talking about uh, Dick you Tracy. You can suck my ass. Yeah, I could do that too. Uh, that has nothing to do with the movie also, sucking. Madonna might. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. I've, I've, I've seen, I've seen the book. I know what she's into. Uh, <laughs> what was that movie that she was into? Where she was a. Uh, 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 a victim, or but she wasn't a victim. I don't forget what the fuck movie she did with uh, like the ray of light. Ray of light. <laughs> <laughs> That's a twofer. Did we just become best friends. <laughs> yes, we did. That's a twofer. Um, no, my uh, my number three is Carlitos oh, Way. My that yeah. Oh okay. yes, sir. Let's get back to it. Right. Go ahead. Uh, so Carlitos Way, um, I told like I've, I've explained this uh, to those of you who have not seen Carlitos Way. Um, I am not a fan uh, of Scarface. I think Scarface is a very overrated movie. Um, I, I think agree. it gets a lot of attention because of the of the uh, quotable lines, which it does have plenty of those. And um, because rappers love it, and because rappers like, love it, and that's yeah. and that's a thing. No, you're right, you're right. Uh, but uh, I I don't think uh, I don't think it's it's a well made movie. I think there has a lot of uh, a uh, lot of um, things that I would, as far as a director, I, I, he's done so much better than so many other movies Oliver Stone has. But I say this all to say that Carlitos that's Way. That's not Oliver Stone. That's uh, De Palma. Brian De Palma. Brian De Palma. I'm sorry. You're right. Uh, uh, I, what I am, uh, I say all of this to say that uh, Carlitos Way is what Scarface should have been and is what everybody thinks Scarface is. Like, it's everything. Carlito's Way is so much a, a superior film in many aspects, in every aspect. Um, but I will say on its own, without even comparing it to Scarface, I wish 
this is the movie that I wish more people saw. Like I, I, I feel like when I talk about this topic to other people, to other friends of mine, they always say the same thing. Like, oh, I, I haven't seen it. And I'm like, dude, you got to fucking watch this movie. And they're like, no, but See, I saw Scarface. I saw, I'm like, saw it oh, once. Yeah. I saw it once years ago. I don't, I, to be completely honest, I don't even remember. That's how long ago yeah. I saw this movie. Neri and I See, were having a conversation, uh, was, was it last week, where uh, like I am a big fan of Scarface. And I saw Scarface again. I hadn't seen it in about, 10 years and I saw it again uh, last week and I still love that movie. Uh, but he told me that, that about Carlito's way of being with Scarface should be. And uh, I kind of understand what he's saying. And it, there's got to be something to it because everyone who has seen both tells me that Carlito's way is the better version of Scarface. Because it absolutely is. When, when you talk, especially like, like I just kind of jokingly referenced, when you talk about rappers that idolize what, idolize what Scarface is, Carlito's way is what they should be idolizing. A guy who goes to jail for five years for running, you know, bullshit-ass little nothing, you know, schemes, goes to jail, gets out, decides to clean up his life and do it the right way, still gets sucked back in. This is the guy they should be looking to, but also he's still just as badass as he ever was. Thing about look, I'm gonna get. I'm just gonna go ahead and say this. This is my number four. That's why I'm getting to it now. I'm gonna get real spoiler with it right now. But it's also not spoilers because the very first scene in the movie is the fact that Carlito has been shot and is dying. Then the rest of the movie tells the story of why he got shot and is dying. Ah, they pulled the reservoir dogs. Okay. Yes, but what's in? But before reservoir dogs, hold on. <laughs> He Tarantino. Uh, they Tarantino this bitch. Yeah, they Tarantino this bitch. Yeah. So, but it's so. What's incredible about Carlito's way is, as you watch, the very first thing you see is he's shot and he's dying, and then he starts to reflect on his life. And by the end of it, you're just desperately hoping that he doesn't get shot and die, <laughs> even though it was the very first thing that they told you was going to happen. Don't go, Carlito. Don't go there. It's, Actually, it's, Reservoir Dogs was a year before Carlito's way. Really? Yeah. Okay. Res well. Reservoir Dogs was 92. Carlitos Way is 93. Doesn't okay. change well, a damn go. thing about it. <laughs> but um, it's just, it's this incredible story of a guy who is really trying to fix everything, right? And do things the right way. But it's just that life is, it, it's just, it's too much. And you get so entangled in it, right? You can't become unfamous. You can't just stop. There's no such thing as a halfway crook, right? You either do it or you don't. And he tries to get back into this, and then in the course of that, just everything goes to shit. Sean Penn does oh, an incredible job in this movie. Sean Penn oh. fucking crushes this shit, dude. So it, good. He, oh, it's incredible. And just from beginning to end, that scene where he's crouched down behind the pool table, and he like sees he's like watching the reflection of the guys in his sunglasses and stuff, just... Just everything about it, you watch this old guy come back into his prime, right? And it's just, Carlito's way is absolutely what Scarface could have maybe been. Uh, and it is it is far superior to Scarface. And I really, like, yep. when I went to make this list, I put them down one, then the other, and then immediately said, I'm only picking one of these, and the obvious choice is going to 
to be Carlito's wife. And 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 to the, and to uh, further illustrate, I I um I do like Scarface. I think Scarface is a, is okay movie. I don't think it's bad. I just think it's overrated. And there's a difference between the two. Um, um, I agree but, with you. But Car- I agree yeah. as well. But Carlito's way is such a, he he doesn't overact in this movie. He doesn't fucking it, it doesn't. It's not a caricature of a of a Hispanic character. He plays a Puerto Rican in this movie. Which by the way, and now in this woke time, that would never happen. Now you can never get a fucking white guy to play even Al Pacino to play a fucking a Puerto Rican guy because people will be like, "Are you out of your mind?" We get so uh, for somebody as a Hispanic, I'm just like, shut the fuck. It's a good actor. Shut the fuck up. Who cares? I don't give a fuck. Um, but I, Car- you know, he does a great job playing uh, playing this Puerto Rican uh, immigrant and and this dude who uh, is you know his Sean Penn is so fucking great. Like I don't. Want- There's so much about this movie that I love and I don't want to support Benny Blanco from the Bronx. Oh, oh fuck, Benny Blanco from the Bronx. Oh, shit. Oh. It's so good, dude. It's such a fucking great movie and. Uh, uh, this was uh, John, John Linguizamo's absolute finest, by the way. And I enjoy John Linguizamo. I'm not putting the guy down, but Benny Blanco from the box is the best thing that John Linguizamo did as a. But wait, actor. have you seen a little movie called Super Mario Brothers? <laughs> I thought you were going to say Spawn. I was waiting for you. <laughs> I, was, I thought he was going to say Spawn. He's really good in Spawn. He's one of the was, only good things about I was Spawn. waiting for Two Wong Fu from him. I was waiting for him. <laughs> I. I, I I like John Leguizamo. I, I thought like, he was going to say uh, the pest. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Nobody was going to say the pest. Benny Blanco <laughs> from the Bronx is absolute. It's light years beyond anything else he's done before he did that, that new comedy slash education series that he's done. That's great, but it's not him acting, right? right. Like it, it, this was this was the pinnacle of John Leguizamo before educational comedy that he's come to now. I. Well, I I'm, I'm definitely, this is going to be, um, if, if not tomorrow, uh, sometime this weekend, I'm, I'm going to make time for this. I wish I would have had time to watch it before uh, we, we did this, but I, I had to be judicious with what I was uh, going to watch. So. All right. Judicious. Is that two Ys or just one? <laughs> It's the silent W. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Car- and and, right and I will say this: the Carlitos Way uh, is the um, the movie that I that was on on my honorable mentions, and then when I made the decision to go with only one movie per director, immediately it was like, all right, this is the one. Like, I, I, I this is the reason why I was glad to make that. As as tough a decision it was to just pick one for, per director, the moment I I decided to go with that rule for myself, I I was happy to do so because I I knew I was gonna bring in Carlito's way. It's a fucking uh, it's a it's oh, perfect movie, man. It's so, so good. fucking good movie. Um, so good. Uh, all right, so for number threes we have the Yakuza, uh, killing them softly, American Gangster, and Carlito's way. So that's what we have for number. Uh, uh, uh. Number threes. Uh, up next. Round two. Dose, the sequel to Uno. All right. So number two picks. Dave, what do we got, man? Uh, number two is my De Palma pick, and it is The Untouchables. Uh, ah. That is also my number two as well. Oh, okay. yeah. wait a minute. 
You so, just said you were only doing one pick per director. Those are both the Palma. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't realize that uh, the Palma did. <laughs> I didn't realize that the Palma did. Uh, <laughs> untouchable. So, but uh, Wait a minute. Hold, I, on, I, hold on, hold on, notice, hold on, hold on. Notice he doesn't play the error message for him. So you, so you do, the, you do the same guy did Scarface and Carlito's way. That's what I thought. What it was, I thought but you did not know he also did Untouchable. No, I thought this is my confusion. I thought that uh, the Palma was um, Scarface and Car and Carlito's way. I forgot that he. Did. I, I thought Untouchables was. I confused them for Oliver Stone. I remember I even threw out Oliver Stone's so name. You put Carlito's way up as a stone film. Hey, listen, man. It doesn't matter because The Untouchables is so fucking good. Correct. Um, Correct. And, 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 I, I and I'm not changing that, this. I don't give a fuck. I broke my own rule. Oh, no, no. I'm you definitely should. not changing it. I don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. My number, my number one and two were solidified. Long. It's yeah, fine. It's we a, all know what your number one is. It's okay. Let's go ahead with. <laughs> let's go ahead with number two. Let's keep talking mm -hmm. with number two. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, the because uh, uh, it's my number one too. But anyway, go on. Well, uh, <laughs> and it's my number two. <laughs> Neri, do you, do you want to go first? Uh, no, no, it's your, your, your first, buddy. Go ahead. All right, let me tell you guys what I think about no. <laughs> <laughs> uh Listen, man, when uh, when we first started uh, talking about doing a, a mob movie, Mountain, uh, th the first two movies that popped in my mind were The Public Enemy with James Cagney back in the 1930s and The Untouchables. Uh, the Untouchables is... Like it's it, it's amazing because it's it's almost like a like a time capsule because it feels like an '80s action movie, but at the same time, it feels like a perfect 1930s gangster movie. It's it's so weird because it it, it perfectly kind of encapsulates both of those things, and and it totally is the Palma movie. You've got the you've got the uh, you know the 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 slowed down uh, slow motion scenes you've got the 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 fucking like trippy psych out scenes uh, but you then got Sean Connery oh my god <laughs> that is the you know I mean goat. I don't need to say it because he he won a fucking Oscar for it but Dude, that is his best performance one of the best lines and if, and if, in movie and if in the rookie. kind of movie like the line that he gives them in movie history one of the Chicago way yeah <laughs> they yeah. take one of ours and we take one <laughs> Yeah. And <laughs> and if baseball movies didn't exist as a genre, this would absolutely be Kevin Costner's best role. Too. <laughs> I'm with you. I am with you, sir. No, uh, this you're, is still his you're best forgetting role. about a little thing called Waterworld, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Look, a week ago, I was like, one of these assholes is going to talk about Waterworld, and I'm not having it. Listen, I'm not that, at that level. Let's talk about the Postman. <laughs> hey, Postman was fucking good. Fuck you, man. Postman was good, dude. I rest uh, my case here, Your Honor. <laughs> Postman was good, dude. Underrated film. Postman. Uh, uh, Postman was underrated, dude. Uh, but I, I think that I think that Untouchables has, like, hands down, the best uh, version of because I mean, there's there's so many different versions, but the best version of Al Capone. So good that fucking uh, opening scene, dude, with the baseball bat. The fuck out of here, dude. Oh, the fuck out of here. Never see De Niro in that type of role, so it's like it was like a nice change of pace. So <laughs> fucking good. I just, um, I, I was, I felt that tension of when when he was doing that scene where uh, he was getting a shave and the barber nicks him, and that fucking yeah. tension of fear from the fucking barber of fear yeah. that he was like, yeah. oh my god, I'm gonna fucking die. 
because I nicked this guy's beard. Like I just in the it just oh so good, and that's that's also a compliment to the actor who played the barber, which is Fulano de Tal. I don't know who the fuck his name is, right? But it was so good, and the tension that was built, the music was used so well in this film. That that is one of Ennio Morricone's best scores. Correct. Uh, yeah, and, and he and he is one of my favorite composers. Yeah, and he, I to to me, he's one of these guys uh, that I think. The, the 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 way again with uh, combined with the slow motion combined like the, with the music I think it was perfect the first time I ever went to Chicago um, people were like oh we're gonna you want to go see the bean and I was like I want to go see the fucking train station like fuck this I want to yeah. like I'm like this is where I went to go <laughs> I was gonna say that later I, and I took a picture I told I told my wife we were dating at the time and I'm like look this is from this movie and there was a baby carriage and she was like uh huh uh-huh. so at uh, what time at uh, what time do you think we could eat I'm like look fucking pay attention woman. Uh, and it was so fucking <laughs> when, good, dude. When I was when I went to Chicago for our old job that Neri and I used to work at for the training, we went to Chicago for two days the weekend before, and I was I said we have to go there. Oh, first. I flew into. That was the first I did place. it on purpose. I asked to be flown into Chicago, and I was like, I'll fucking rent a car and get my ass to Bloomington, Illinois, but just fly me to Chicago because I wanted to get there a weekend before, spend the weekend before, and then do the weekend in between. And I I. First of all, the city's fantastic. I love that town, but that was just so great to me. Uh, me and and then watching inside the actor studio with Kevin Costner, and he talked about that movie, and he talked about that scene where he was reloading, and they called cut, and they're like, "What are you doing?" and Costner said that he told the director, uh, Oliver Stone, uh, he said, uh, he said, <laughs> he, he told, he, uh, inside the active studio, uh, Costner said that he told his brother-in-law that he was gonna count eight bullets and then reload because he was tired of seeing these endless bullets in movies, like where they never run out of ammo. And he thought it was a perfect, it was a perfect way to show tension and to create tension. And the director was like, ah, that's fucking weird uh but he fucking left it in the movie because uh kevin costner's a huge fucking star and he left it in the movie and i love that i love the fact that he was like you know in the middle of this gunfight the fucking counting bullets he's still you know uh reloading and i, th- I thought it was great man I, everything about this film is fucking fantastic um one of my favorite all-time lines aside from um uh um what's his name's line about if you if you uh sean connery sean connery you bring a you bring a knife you better bring a gun if you bring a gun you gotta kill him right whatever uh that's the chicago way uh but aside from that one of my favorite lines he, he puts in the hospital you put one of his in the barb yeah. yeah. that's right so uh aside now, I, um hold on neary you're you're breaking up a lot but you know i don't know if you need yeah, to edit you are up, but you're breaking up like crazy like if your connection's slowing down uh let's um, see Let's see if the, I, if uh, I yeah, change no, I've got, I've got Untouchables on the list. Put it down an honorable mention because Me of the fact that um, I wanted to, I, I wanted to put Carlitos Way on the list. It, yeah. And also, you know, it's like, uh, while it, while it, you, you can't take away from the fact that it's absolutely a mob movie. I was like, well, it's mostly about Elliot Ness, and he was the cop. So, well, you um, know, in in uh, my fascination with old school mob movies. I'm talking like what? 1930s, 1940s stuff. I, I I find that back in the day, there were only two kind of mob movies. There were movies that followed uh, like the rise and fall of someone in the mafia, or they followed the G-men that tried to stop these guys. And, right. and I, I think that trend uh, kind of went away for a little while. But uh, 
as I look at this at this list that I've got here, um, it seemed like it started to come back at some point, like in the seventies and eighties, where uh, I, I guess like the mafia movie kind of like evolved and turned into something else where you started to get more of those, hey, so we're catching the bad guys now. Yeah. Right. And then, um, and then again changed into, okay, well, we're going to show you the mafia life. But, uh, it, it, yeah, it's it's an absolutely incredible movie. That that uh, what, what, uh, what amazes me is the fact that in all of these years of gangster movies and gangster TV shows is for – from Untouchables was 87, and then Boardwalk Empire was, you know, the early aughts. Like, between those, nobody realized that, like, Prohibition era was a great time to explore this and to set things in that time. And, and I think that's where Boardwalk Empire really cashed in, and that's where Untouchables really did, but there was a lot going on, not only in that time to get historical with it, but not only was there Al Capone in Chicago, but you also had Arthur Rothstein in New York mm-hmm. bringing the World Series. And, yeah. uh, I mean, you, you just you had people everywhere. That's when Lucky Luciano was big. Like, there, there are so many things that, are, that, that could be explored in this area that everybody focused more so on that 80s Italian mob life that was bigger. So, Untouchables really stands alone in exploring an era that a lot of these films really don't. Yeah, I I concur and agree. Um, I don't know if I am I sounding better to you guys now. I, I put it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's just, you were just like cutting out. It was like yeah. freezing. So um, I the uh the my favorite line I was saying before, uh, aside from the speech by uh, Sean Connery, my favorite line, my favorite one of my favorite scenes is when they're in the courthouse and he follows the guy to the roof and he goes, "Oh, I have a I have a permit for my gun," and he shows him a permit. And then he uh, is trolling Kevin Costner, and he says, your friend died like a stock Irish pig. And he said, what? He goes, your friend died screaming like a stock Irish pig. He he said it again. He doubled down on it. And fucking Elliot Ness throws this motherfucker off a building. And as he's he's yelling, fucking Elliot Ness goes, was it something like that? And I was like, holy (laughs) fucking shit, man. This is crazy. Like, I I fucking like, yeah, I just... Uh, yeah, he dropped the whole I, body. Fucking awesome. Uh, I, I also have, um, like, aside from the, uh, the, the the scene of the cathedral, uh, the scene immediately after uh, they start raiding all the different uh, speakeasies and factories and all that stuff where uh, you see Capone reading the newspaper in his office. There's such amazing delivery there where he goes, I want this mess guy dead. Yeah. I want his family dead. Yeah. I want his house burned to the ground. I want to piss on his ashes. It's like so fucking good. That's There's so, so good. much like, I'm like, dude, I, I see Capone there. Yeah. You know? yeah. it's, De Niro, it's De Niro. But I'm I'm looking at fucking Capone. You know it's it, funny. It's, it's there's amazing. a there's a comedian by the name of Jimmy Schubert who uh, has a joke, and he uses that same cadence uh, to illustrate his point. Where he, he it's a it's a it's a fantastic joke, but it's a silly concept. Where he talks about like whoever mm-hmm. thought about having uh, a chicken omelet is like who the fuck is like what what's their issue against chickens? Like I want this chicken dead. I want his kids <laughs> dead. I want them on my plate all across. Like he just and he does his whole cadence and every. 
ever since he's done that joke, ever since I heard Jimmy Schubert do that joke 15 years ago, I just, I'm like, when you said it right now, when you were quoting De Niro in Untouchables, I go, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did say that. He did. You just made me sound like me with my family in quarantine. Fuck you, fuck you, yeah. fuck you. I want my wife to die. I yeah. want my kids to die. Yeah. I want my house burnt to the ground. I want to piss on his ashes. It's so fucking good, man. If you don't get outside and you don't play with your brother, then I'm just tearing it all away. <laughs> no, but that's an amazing pick, guys. I love that pick, yeah, man. No, uh, like I said, yeah. the only reason it didn't act make is because I picked probably this way instead because I stuck mm-hmm. to the rule I made here. <laughs> I, I didn't know that I was breaking the rule and then once I broke it I was like it's kind of like when you didn't, didn't see the red light and you run the red the light. I didn't know the was going to kill her. Like I, I didn't, didn't know that the knife was going to kill her. It's kind of like that thing when you, you run a stop sign and the cop is like you run a stop sign and like well I fucking ran it. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know, uh, At this point it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> give me the fucking ticket. Yep. I didn't do it on purpose but uh, now that it's fucking now <laughs> no, that you called me the, out. Oh dude I have I hate that shit. So, oh, what's where's the fire, son? Dude, write the ticket or don't. I don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be white and talk to cops. <laughs> <laughs> No, to I, be I, white and to talk to cops no, like that. Yes, I sir. Will, will, Whatever you'd like, yeah. officer. I apologize, officer. I won't lie for a second. When it comes to white privilege, I exercise the shit out of it when a cop is yeah, in my face. As, as so, you should. If I, I was to, white, I'd do the same thing. I'm like, hey, how you cop doing? Cop gets in my face. I'm like, all right, so fuck off or write the ticket. I don't have time. That's I've hilarious. Like, yeah. I That's hilarious. <laughs> um, Man, I wish, I wish I could do that. Yeah. Uh, I'm right. Uh, all right. So Untouchables, we got uh, for uh, two of our picks uh, for our number twos. Uh, Debono, what do you got for number two, bro? For number two, uh, I have got... So I, I ran into the same dilemma that I did last week, which is while number my number two pick I actually like more as a movie than my number one pick, I feel like for the actual topic that we're looking at right now, I needed to put it at number two. So my number two pick is Goodfellas. Table. 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 Oh, oh, there we go. Okay, I was like, I was, like, I was waiting. I was like, somebody's gonna. I wanted it to go. I wanted it to go in in that ladder. <laughs> so I knew it was gonna get tabled. Now, if if we were, I'll just say this before we get into it any further. If I were ranking how much how much these movies mean to me, then Goodfellas would be my number one pick. But purely as a mob movie. My number one, I think, accentuates all there is to have in that more so than Goodfellas. So I put Goodfellas number two, but we'll get to it in a little while, I guess. Okay. Uh, uh, number Jeff, what do you got for number two? Cool. Number Jeff. So, my, so my number two, um, putting it as two movies because they're both kind of the same. Um, I don't care. I'm going to do it. Uh, my number two is a Departed slash Infernal Affairs because. <laughs> 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 Because Infernal Affairs is the Hong Kong version, which Departed was based off of. But I just wanted to mention Infernal Affairs, but I'll put that Departed as my number two. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Departed is a solid pick. I'm not mad yeah, at it. Departed was, and there we go. Departed was my original number two. And then when I decided to do that rule that I ended up breaking anyway and say, oh, there's, I'm going to do one by, uh, by Scorsese, I took Departed out. Uh, I love this fucking movie, so I'm glad somebody brought it up. I, yeah, it's, it's yeah, fantastic. I mean, it, it, the, and and I'll, I'll, one of my, here's a weird thing is, is 
there's one of my honorable mentions that I probably could have put into the number two spot because I thought recently I'd never seen it, and I thought, and I'll talk about it in the honorable mentions. But The Departed to me, Infernal Affairs is a great movie, but The Departed to me just took it to a whole nother level because you've got Jack Nicholson, you've got DiCaprio, you've got Matt Damon, all three of them playing amazing. To me, DiCaprio probably should have gotten the Oscar for this. I agree. There was I agree. a whole back thing going on that he did. They didn't. The studio didn't want to put him for the lead actor in the movie, and he said he didn't want to compete with Damon and, and Jack Nicholson for the supporting roles. Because I don't think they even put Jack Nicholson as a, as the lead actor. I think they put him as a supporting uh, actor in the movie. Um, I, I mean, just from the sake of how many, how, how much he's in the movie, I think I think Jack Nicholson should be a supporting actor. I don't know if he was labeled as that, but I think he very much should be. I, yeah, I, I'm not sure, but I all I know is that DiCaprio didn't want to compete against his his other castmates because he thought they all did an amazing job, so he didn't want to be put in that supporting role. I think um, uh, I'm I'm very much upset up that not upset, like disappointed, I guess, that um <laughs> upset would be really weird. Uh but I'm disappointed that uh, Matt Damon <laughs> did not get nominated for this movie because I thought he did a fucking phenomenal oh, yeah, I think everybody did a fantastic job. But I think he I think he deserved uh, a nomination and he didn't get one. And I really I, I think he he did such a great movie. The suspense on both of them from Leonardo uh from Leo and from and from Matt Damon of like they're they're both like the super high anxiety and they're gonna get caught yeah. um i i mean it's your pick i don't want to i don't want to but you don't so no good. no no but please please no no but you know the thing is that what i love about this movie is that you're you're anxious like you said on both sides yeah you're anxious on the side of the police you're anxious on the side of the of the mob and this goes along the only exception to my rule was that number four pick would analyze this because it was a duplicate to which you now know is my number one but you know the departed i'm going with you know kind of the irish the boston, boston irish mob and yeah that. Um, Jack Nicholson, you know, as Frank Costello was just fucking mind blowing. One of my, one of my um, very favorite lines from a movie of all time is one of the opening lines from that movie where he says, I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. And yeah, I'm like, holy yeah. fuck. And then he kills a guy while the plane is flying over him. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. So good. Well, and, and, so and good. What I love is that, like, first of all, like Mark Wahlberg, because you also think about it, you've got Martin Sheen, you've got Alec Baldwin, you've got... Uh, and then Mark Wahlberg's in it, and, and he was talking about how he based his character off of the cops that used to arrest him and his brothers all the time in South Boston. And there's one line that he said that I love in the movie. It's like, maybe maybe it's true, maybe it's not. Maybe go fuck yourself. Like, those are like, <laughs> like it's just amazing. Um, I, I think it's just, you know, it's, it's a well-done movie. It's just suspenseful. That last just bit of it, you know, with the elevator scene, I mean, oh, that scene is so good. By now, everybody should have seen it, but so I don't. I mean, I guess it's not it's spoilers, but not really. But that that scene where that the, the, the just when they they're on the roof and then they're in the elevator and then that shit just happens out of nowhere. I thought that movie and, I, when I saw the end of that movie, 
I thought the last like 45 minutes of that movie I thought was written by George R. R. Martin. I was like, there is nobody fucking safe. <laughs> nobody's no, living. Nobody's, nobody's fucking surviving. safe in this movie, dude. Uh, it's so fucking good, dude. Everybody gets taken. Like, it's so, and it's one of these things where uh, as an American audience, you kind of, um, you kind of expect uh, the uh, uh, protagonist of the movie to to live, and even if they die, such as Carlitos or whatever, um, you don't expect every protagonist to fucking die. Right. But it's like one of the one, right. especially when you get an ensemble cast like this. You, I, I mean, it's fucking crazy. Everybody gets taken out, and I'm just like, holy yeah. shit! I, I love this fucking movie. Um, There's I, a, yeah. I looked up Inferno no, no. of Inferno was it Infer- in, in uh, Infernal Affairs. Infer- Infernal I, Affairs. I looked which at, was four years before this came. Yeah, out. I looked up Infernal Affairs. Um, after I just watched The Departed on my own before we did before we knew about this. I watched it again in like November, de- late November, early December. I'm just like I'm just gonna watch it. I again one of those movies that I probably watch once every year, every every eighteen months. I just watch The Departed. It's so fucking great on so many levels. Um, I okay. when this movie first came out and I saw it in theaters. I was I was like on Facebook and shit. And I was like, this is the best movie since Goodfellas. I was saying that to everybody, and it's funny because when it came out on Blu-ray, it was, at, you know how they put like critics, re, you know, response on the cover, and it says Corsese's best since Goodfellas. And my friend was like, oh, you got that from watching this, from looking at this Blu-ray. And I go, no, 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 I didn't say Scorsese's best. I said the fucking best movie since Goodfellas. I'm like, <laughs> not just Scorsese's best, the best movie since Goodfellas. And I, it's such a great movie. I mean, I. Love love this movie dude right it's i don't a- think i've met anybody that doesn't like this movie i'll put it to you that way with a state yeah. that um there's another line from frank costello that it's like um one of us had to die usually with me it's the other guy yeah like it's just that just shows you the jack nicholson like 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 uh, like, like that character like he i couldn't see anybody else play frank costello in that movie he's so I, good you, i could not see anybody he's so good dude. you know I was having Joker flashbacks from Batman. (laughs) (laughs) He's so good. I I love this movie, man. So fucking good. The acting is fantastic. It's It's just good. It's an absolutely incredible movie. What my favorite thing about this movie, actually, and 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 it's it's not the most enlightened scene or just the most energetic scene, but just that very last shot of just the rat. Like running across oh, yeah. the railing, right? Yeah, that's how it ends. Like that rat just running straight across that railing, mm-hmm. and that's how the movie ends. Like that just blew me away. Like I was already just enthralled, and then for yeah. that to be the last thing you see is that rat running across. Ah, oh, it's ah, oh, killer. <laughs> that was the nail in the coffin. Like that was yeah. Just, <laughs> here it is. I love the scene yeah. uh, with uh, Matt Damon when he's talking to his girlfriend. And he was like, "Hey, if uh, if you ever want to leave, you're gonna you're you're the, you're gonna you're the one that's gonna have to do it because uh, I'm Irish and I'm I I grew up like you know what I mean like I forget the phrasing, but it was basically along the lines of like I will be in this shit forever and I'll be fucking miserable for the rest of my fucking life. So if you want to leave, you're the one that's gonna have to fucking leave because I'm not going. And I, I thought it was like so fucking perfect. I was like, yeah, yeah. And this movie is the one and that then he was like, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry." And then he was like, and uh, if you need some other dick, just go get it from Affleck because we're basically the same dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, um, this is the movie that introduced me to Drop Dead Murphy. Uh, so that drop this kick, is drop kick, drop kick, drop kick, kick Murphy. Murphy. No, 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 no. Drop, drop dead Murphy. Murphy. Drop kick. I already knew about, but drop dead Murphy. I had never heard about. 
that's the guy who can never be wrong. Like, no, 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 no. I, I didn't fuck no, up. I'm no, just no, saying. No, I'm telling. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. Yeah, Dropkick Murphy. This is the this is the movie that introduced me to Dropkick. Murphy. I had no idea, and that song was perfect for this fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that Ballad of Johnny X? Is that the one they played in there? No, Shipping Up to Boston. Shipping Up to Boston. Shipping Up to Boston. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Shipping Up to Boston. That's it. No, no. But yeah, it became the Sam Adams song. My, my, yeah, so my number two is The Departed, (laughs) Infernal Affairs. Um, But The Departed, (laughs) yeah. All right. Uh, What do we have for honorable mentions, fellas? All right. Wow, I've got a lot. Okay, you want me to go on Facebook first? Yeah, do Facebook. I I don't have access to my Facebook. All right, so... Jacob Rubin has the Mafia guys from Wacky Races end of list. Um, Quills Q from The Lair has Goodfellas at number one, Donnie Brasco at two, The Departed at three, Reservoir Dogs four. It is a technically a mob movie. Um, Will Will Watkins has from four to one, The Untouchables, Donnie Brasco, Road to Perdition, and Departed. Road Jemaya. to Perdition. Oh, Road to so Perdition. Good. So good. Yeah, that's uh, a great movie. Road to Perdition overrated. I'll be the guy that goes on record. And really? There we go. Right. Saying that. Road to Perdition, highly overrated. Not nearly we had as Corona, good as Oh, no. Road to Perdition is not nearly as good as people want to think that Road to Perdition Here's, was. I didn't know that Road to Perdition was as great. Because it was a departure for Tom Hanks. I didn't know that Road to Perdition was as great as it was because when I first saw it, I was like, I don't get the big deal of it. And then I saw it again like a year ago, and I was like, this movie is stunning in every fucking aspect. And I, the younger me was wrong. And I was like, I fucking, I was wrong. I thought, I was one of those people who were like, I don't really get the big deal. I don't think it's a, that good of a movie. And then I rewatched it again a year ago, and I was like, Oh, I'm yeah, I'm stupid. Didn't didn't you and I have a conversation about this movie? M- multiple times. I think this movie. Yeah. St- I think Road to Perdition is stunning in every single way. The the cinematography is fucking great. Maybe I need to rewatch. The it acting then. is I... great. But when I first saw it, I will say that when I first saw it, I was like, I don't see the big deal about this movie, and I didn't think it was a big deal. I didn't think I didn't know that it was critically acclaimed the way it was. Again, this is whenever the movie came out, I wasn't into reading reviews or any of that shit. I didn't know. I just like right. I saw it. I'm like, I don't eh, whatever, and I just moved along and. I never thought twice about it, and then when I rewatched it a year ago, I, I I messaged Dave and I was like, I was so fucking wrong about this movie. I was wrong in every aspect of this movie. It's so fucking. Good. Maybe I need yeah, to rewatch it. And that that conversation and that that whole thing. I was unimpressed, dude. When that scene where at the end, and you've already seen it, so I'm not spoiling shit. At the end, where his son picks up the gun, and uh, Tom yeah. Hanks is already on his way out, like he's he's fading, and his son could not pull the trigger on Jude Law. The face that 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 Tom Hanks had, where he was like, "I'm so that like, he didn't want his son to turn into him," and that I mean that scene in Capital, it's very much like the Shooters. It, uh, except, yeah, I was gonna say right now the Shooters, except that it was done better because uh, not 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 dissing on the Shooters because the Shooters made my mountain on uh, so not fucking dissing on the Shooters, but um, I think this one was done better because it was done it was the shot was longer. They, yeah. it, they, they, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm they, with you on that. they, they just, they took, it was like they took the seed of that scene from the shooters and they let, and they fucking let it grow and they gave it time and nurtured it. And they, and, and Tom Hanks did fucking a thing, dude. I love that fucking movie. I, okay. I, I think World of Perdition I'll, I'll, is stunning. I'll tell you what. I promise you, with all my newly found time off, I will. Watch <laughs> hey man, hey, I watched AI since last week, since the day after you and you, I spoke. I watched you AI. You watched AI. I'll watch Road to And Perdition. I and I enjoyed AI. I I have no idea why you thought I wouldn't enjoy it. It was trippy as fuck. The first half of that movie was super trippy, but that whole movie is just. Now uh, you have to watch Equilibrium. Give me, 
if you think that's trippy, prepárate for fucking Brazil, man. Wow. Watch Equilibrium. Uh, Watch yeah. Equilibrium, please. Well, David still hasn't uh, yeah, seen. Just, David still hasn't seen. Uh, sorry to bother you, David. David still hasn't seen. Sorry to bother you. I seen Yo, it. sorry to bother you. That's a tangent. I, that's a yeah. That's a whole tangent. tangent. I don't. Right, I don't sorry, even remember right, talking about you. this. When did we talk about? This? Blue my. I remember what you ate for lunch? Sorry yesterday. to bother you. Is so good. <laughs> All right, let me keep going then. All right, Jemiah has uh, departed Bronx Tale, Goodfellas, and Casino. Honorable mentions: The Godfather series, Donnie Brasco. Reservoir Dogs and Once Upon a Time in America. Daniel Enfield has Casino and Once Upon a Time in America. All you need. Jason Santiago has Godfather, Goodfellas, Donnie Brasco, and The Departed. My boy Chad has Four to One, American Gangster, Eastern Promises, The Departed, and Godfather. Training Day might also be added. It's not really organized crime, though, Chad. Sorry. No, um, but Eastern Promises is, and that's a great movie. Yeah, I've got. Look, I'll jump. I'll jump ahead. I've got Eastern Promises on honorable mention. Yeah, too. me too. It, that's <laughs> absolutely. I mean, it, it's Russian mob, so we don't think about it because it's Russian mob in Russia. Yeah, but and it's I, also just isn't that the way all Russians are? I mean, what's the? Di- I mean, is that really how do you? Also, look when I watch Eastern Promises, there should be some sort of special like warning at the bottom that's like, hey. There's hella dick in this movie. Like, <laughs> there's four minutes of dick in this movie. Just that's how I feel yourself. about lo- that's what that's how I feel about loving a bullet. It should be like you're gonna see Tretch's dick in. This. Well, here's the thing, <laughs> it's, Debona. It's funny that you should say that about Eastern Promises because that's the reason why I watched Eastern Promises. They told me, hey, there's a lot of dick in this movie, and I was like, maybe I will check it out. And you were like, mm. Vigo Mortensen got that hog. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you mean I get to see Aragon's peen? I'm in. Let's yeah. go. Um, I've been waiting to see what that Aragon is like. <laughs> is that how you get an elf? Um, okay, so um, that's what you. That's what he used to knight them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the king of Gondor. Penis. Um, that had to be hell for the for for whoever was in charge of continuity. They had to keep the temperature exactly right for the entire time that they were shooting that scene. Can you imagine? If one day it's a little more, more, more warm and a little more humid, right? And then one day, it's like, you know, hey, hey, so it's cold today, and he's like, well, what the fuck, guys? You know, I, it's not gonna look the same, yeah. right? All right, um, Carlos has from four to one, American Gangster, Goodfellas, The Departed, and Godfather. Honorable mentions to Casino, Bronx Tale, and a Shark's Tale. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I like. Yo, Shark's. Shark tells a solid pick, right? That even, I mean, yeah. Scorsese even does a voice in that. That's, yeah, he does. That's off the wall. But he's got the eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> David Smith has, uh, from 4 to 1, Donnie Brasco, The Good Father, uh, The Godfather 2, and then Goodfellas. <laughs> you know, know The Good Father, after he joined right to censor, <laughs> yeah. and he no longer had the host train. After he had the host train with him. Father. <laughs> All right, and then Lu- Luis X, Esmin, Esmin, no, Louis Esmin. That's, that's I know, I know. It's a joke. It's a joke. Come on, it's your, it's, it's your, it's the, it's the Paul Walker, the Dominic Toretto to your Paul Walker. I know exactly. I know. Um, four to one, Donnie Brasco. Forget about it. Carlitos away. I'm reloaded. Okay, good <laughs> fellas. Now go get your fucking shine box. The Godfather. It's not personal, funny, strictly business. Uh, Leanda has Goodfellas, Oscar, Scarface. And get shorty. 
tip has Goodfellas Casino. getting some love. Yeah. Goodfellas Casino, Godfather, Departed, and American Gangster, Kenny, Godfather Part 2, Goodfellas, The Irishman, Casino, and American Gangster. Um, Yvette has Godfather, Goodfellas, Departed, and Scarface. That's Facebook. All right. Uh, Instagram. Well, all right. We have a couple of people on Instagram, and they said, um, let me see here. Let me go to this fucking, let me go to this picture, man. Uh, All right. Nope. 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 Cool. Good talk. Sorry. Uh, I'm not not used to posting shit on Instagram. has not had plenty of time to do this. So Instagram, uh, we have Cholita Peruna. Put Goodfellas, Godfather 1, 2, and 3. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, wow. Uh, Luann had The Departed. That's all she put. Uh, Mateo, cool. Mateo, uh, Mateo 305 put Godfather 2, Carlitos Way, Goodfellas, and American Gangster, which is a fantastic list. Uh, Ra- yeah. Raul had uh, The Godfather, uh, Goodfellas, Gangs in New York, and Scarface. Uh, and uh, Justin had J Rock 323 had uh, Goodfellas, Godfather, Bronx Tale, Analyze This. And our old friend Michael Monty had uh, Departed, Donnie Brasco, Goodfellas, and Godfather 1. All right, let me check out Gangs in New York for my honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Bronx Tale is such a it's such a fun ass pick. I man. wanted to go I see the the mute because they did a play, a stage show. It start yeah. it started yeah. off as a play. It started off as a play, and then it was a one man show, and that one man show got turned into the film, uh, and then it oh, went really? yeah, okay. and then it went back on Broadway yeah. after, after the success of the movie. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay, and it's just it's that's that's such a fun pick. Like I, I honestly wish I'd had the ball, but Bronx Hill. Uh, the problem that I have with Bronx Tale, I think it's a fantastic story. Uh, the problem I have with uh, Bronx Tale is that they, I find the kids acting, and, and the mom too, but the mom is like in two scenes, so it doesn't matter. But the kids acting is atrocious. It's so fucking bad. But the story is so good. It's bad. The story yeah. is so good. And I'm like, ugh. And I really have a problem with bad acting, but I love that movie. That movie is legit, really a good movie. All right. So. All right. So, Dave, right? Um. <clears throat> Man, I have so many. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, Dick Tracy. Uh, I I legitimately love Dick Tracy, and I know that it it's got its flaws, uh, but it's a movie that I will always love, uh, and I see it multiple times a year, and and to me, it hasn't lost any of its luster. The only um, flaw with that movie is the whole movie, so it only totally has one flaw, I think. <laughs> uh, moving on. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the Public Enemy, the original Public Enemy, the original Scarface. Uh, the original Scarface has like one of the very first car chase scenes, I think, in all of movie history. It and, was ten miles an hour. Uh, no, dude, it's yeah. a, it, it, <laughs> I had never seen it before, like two weeks ago, and it blew me away. How, how, awesome. how many times did they have to stop to crank the car up again? <laughs> 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 Only if they hit a pothole. Only if they hit a pothole. <laughs> Uh, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre uh, from uh, from the mid-60s. Uh, this is kind of like the tombstone of gangster movies. It is so well-researched and, and so incredibly accurate and faithful to the actual events of the, uh, the, the North Side, South Side Wars between Capone and, and Moran in the 1920s. It's fucking awesome. Uh, true romance. Tombstone. Yeah. True romance. Yeah. True romance. True romance. Yeah. 
Uh, Jane Austen's Mafia is just so fucking funny. Um, Mafia's great. Yeah. Um, Miller's that was Crossing. the other comedy. Yeah. Uh, right. Miller's Crossing, I think, Connection. I think, I think we picked four. We're fine. We're good. We're good. Some, some <laughs> like it hot. We did. Debona, what do you got meet for your honorable him, mention, Debona? Mute him. All right, look, I'm not going to gloss over the fact that this guy took a second to mention some like it hot. And I yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, all right, so basically just list movies that didn't make my list for one reason or the other. Casino, absolutely incredible. But like I said, my number two was Goodfellas. So that was my Scorsese pick. Um, for me, it was between Casino and Goodfellas. And, uh, and when I had to pick one of the two, it was an obvious choice. Can I um, just pick Sharon Stone in Casino? <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Um, Lord Jesus. Donnie Brasco. Yum. Donnie Brasco is yeah. a movie where I was on edge like the entire time. I like I was yep. Yep. tense. Yep. Like every muscle in my body was tight when I was watching Donnie Brasco because I yep. I did not know how it was going to play out. I was terrified the whole time. I agree. Um, Once Upon a Time in America uh, is absolutely spectacular, and it's it's one that didn't make my list because. I'm sure it's just because of my age and what I expect of movies and, and maybe this one didn't live up to it. And while I can acknowledge that Once Upon a Time in America is a fantastic movie, I just didn't feel like it stacked up to a bunch of these others. I but, started uh, watching uh, I started watching Once Upon a Time in America last year. It's still going, so I haven't finished it. It's still playing in the back. It's yeah. taken six years to fucking watch. Holy shit, what a um, <laughs> It's so long. So, yeah, no, it's... But, uh... And then my, my my last honorable mention was one that I desperately wanted to put in, but this is a category so near and dear to my heart that I couldn't throw a comedy in there. But have y'all ever seen a movie starring uh, Michael Keaton called Johnny Dangerous? Oh, I fucking love this movie, man. <laughs> you took, all right. You took one of my honorable mentions. <laughs> Johnny Dangerously is, I, you mentioned, we've mentioned Mafia and we've talked about, you know, parody movies stuff like that. Johnny Dangerously is pure parody of the mafia the mafia movie. It's a it's a naked gun style mafia yeah. movie. Yeah. But it's just it's, with Joe Piscopo. With Joe Piscopo. <laughs> and it's just it's fucking hilarious. And My mother like, did that to me once. Yeah, once. once. <laughs> exactly. Like it's just it's just top to bottom just ridiculously funny stuff with the fuck when he uh the the dude flushes the toilet and there's a bomb in it and he comes out holding the flusher and he's like I'm holding my cork in my hand like <laughs> just, just so much stupid shit like that it's it's absolutely hilarious does it fit into this category yes does it belong to be one of the top four no but Johnny Dangerously if you've never seen it near East since you're the only one who's not chimed in you have got to watch Johnny Dangerously it is. Absolutely hilarious. It, it I thought you what, have Mary, didn't you? I, I saw uh, a lot of it uh, a long, long time ago. I don't remember most of it. I remember there was a scene at a bar where they had a, uh, and I, I confused this movie a lot with uh, the Val Kilmer uh, spoof movie, Top Secret. Yeah, Top Secret. I and I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I confuse these two movies a lot, so I, I, I can't be completely con- unrelated. When are we doing a spy movie, Mountain? Completely. Oh. It has nothing to do with it. Uh, well, Turn I could. This page I, in the old I could tell you, but that information is classified. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, uh, I, I don't really feel confident that if that enough to be able to talk about this movie because I think I only it was uh, a decades ago, and I don't know, I, I confused two movies. Uh, it's it, it's plastic. It's 
it's witty. It's just, it's funny. Slapstick is, hey, dude, Airplane is, Airplane is one of my all-time favorite comedies. Dude, all, like, it's, that's the thing. It falls right in line with, with your Airplane, with your Mafia, with your uh, Hot Shots. It's, yeah. it, it, it it's feels a like a movie to all of those. It uh, feels like a Zucker Abrams Zucker movie, but it's not. Uh, but it feels like it like like it belongs in there. I love yeah. all those but movies that you just mentioned. I love all those movies, so I'm sure I'll like this it's, one too. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's directed so by Amy Heckerling, though, so like you know, you know you're gonna get like some some really good laughs throughout cool. the movie. All right, yeah. All right, so Jeff, what do you got for honorable mentions? All right, you guys mentioned a lot of them, so I'm gonna leave them out. Some you didn't mention was Kill the Irishman with Ray Stevens. Um, I really, really enjoy that movie. That's a good movie. Dude. I, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like that movie? Uh, I like that movie. I thought no, it was good. Really. I thought it was alright. I've never seen it. I thought it was fun. I mean, I didn't. I didn't think it was great, but I didn't think it was bad. I th- it was. Good. It was a good movie. It was like, fun. It's an honorable mention because of the fact that everybody mentioned a bunch of my other honorable. Mentions. It's my so number one. It's uh, Kill the Irishman is my number one on my mountain of movies with car bombs. That is my number one. <laughs> That car bomb is seen as fantastic. There, there's like you're seven, wrong there's, because your number one on car bomb movies should be the very first Mission Impossible movie. Uh, but there oh, should be mafia. But here's the, but, it should be mafia. But here's the, the thing: <laughs> Kill the Irishman has like seventeen car bombs in that fucking movie. That's true. So, it does by sheer numbers. Free, so there's literally like four hundred car bombs. By sheer numbers, um, we're right. gonna do that episode, and I'm gonna do a car bomb every time. It's my turn. Hey. Oh my god, that's gonna be great. <laughs> All right, so Jeff, like what else? I'm down. What else? Um, so Kill the Irishman, I've got Layer Cake. Oh, Layer Cake. Guy Ritchie. Never yeah, seen it. I've Never seen it. This is a great movie. Um, I've got, since you know I like to do Asian films, I've got Ichi the Killer. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> oh I like Scratchy no. the Killer. That was a good one. <laughs> you want to see a girl get her nipple sliced off exactly. with a katana? If all I can tell you about Eat You the Killer is well, if this scene bothers you, don't watch it. They slice a woman's nipples off. Bothers me. Bothers me. That's my fucking search on Pornhub. What are you fucking talking about? No, Pornhub free right now during the yeah, lockdown. Pornhub pr- premium is free. Porn, just FYI, my friends. And then um, my last honorable mention is going to be the movie that I said. I was back and forth with The, the Departed that I actually really enjoyed this movie. I had never seen it originally was Legend with Tom Hardy. So good. I um, thought you were going to say with uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> so good. No, Legend, you know, Legend the unicorn Hardy he plays, Yeah, where he plays the twins. Such a so fucking good. great movie. So fucking good. Um, it almost made my mountain just because I, I thoroughly enjoyed the way that he... I know Dave hates Tom Hardy, doesn't think he's a good actor, but him in this role playing those two different characters was fucking fantastic. There's a scene, I'm not going to go too into it, it's not one of my picks, where they go into a bar literally to pick a fight, and he plays, he both, he's playing both brothers, but the crazy brother, he's, the, the monologue he has where he's like, you guys, I, I brought it, he, he has a gun, he's like, I came here for a shootout. What the fuck is this pussies? I came here for a shootout. Yeah, yeah. I came for, and you know, like, it's such a fucking cool movie that I think not a lot of people saw it. It's on Netflix, Oh, I so love this movie. Watch it? I fucking love this movie. I own great. it. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's fucking great. I love that movie. It's fucking great. Uh, Never seen it. It's really fucking re- good. You should watch it, Demona, because he's he's surprisingly really good in it. I he don't have to be up in the mornings anymore. <laughs> it's on, uh, like I said, it's on Netflix for streaming. That's where I rewatched it. So. All right. Um, my honorable. Are you done with your honorable mentions, Jeff? 
Yeah. Right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my honorable mentions are uh, some we've talked about, some we haven't. Uh, Departed, uh, Godfather Part Two, which I find a superior uh, film to Godfather Part One, which is saying a lot because I find I, I find yeah. Godfather One to be a masterpiece and perfect in every way, and I find Godfather Two to be more perfect in every way. Uh, I love Godfather Two. Love everything about that film. Um, and uh, my next picks are Road to Perdition, which I've already gone on about, and uh, right. Black Mass. Uh, which I fucking love. With Jet Li? No. No, that's Johnny Depp, right? That's Johnny Depp. Black Mask yeah. is the one with Jet Li. Black Mass, uh, M-A-S-S, is... Oh, uh, I thought you said Black Mask. No. Johnny Depp oh. uh, is, uh, plays Whitey Ford, and it is fucking amazing, dude. Adding so list. I forgot to mention one other thing real quick. I do apologize. I'm going to say Showdown in Little Tokyo starring Dolph Lundgren and Brandon Lee. Because they fight the Yakuza, and it has the greatest line in movie history where Brandon Lee looks at Dolph Lundgren and says, I saw your dick, and you have the biggest dick I've ever seen. <laughs> I, God damn it, as soon as you mentioned that movie, I was like, oh, he's going to say the big dick line. <laughs> That's the only reason to mention that movie, because it's not good. But he has the best line ever. Did you, did you, ever, see, did you ever see the, uh, the remake of, uh, of The Longest Yard? With, uh, with, with, uh, with Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Yeah. And they're talking to Goldberg while Goldberg is taking a shower. And he goes, and they're, they're talking about playing the, you know, the, the, he's a, he's a convict and they're talking about playing the, the guards in a football game. And he goes, yeah, why don't you hit him with, why don't you just hit him with, with, with that hog you got down there? And he says, <laughs> and Goldberg's line is, I want to hurt him. I don't want to kill him. And right, geez. <laughs> uh, oh, big dicks are funny. All right. Um, all right. So, uh, we're up to, Round one. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. Do it. Do it. Come on. Come on. All right, man. We're down to do number ones. Dave, what do we got, brother? Uh, Goodfellas, man. Yep. Yeah, mine too. That's my number one. Mm-hmm. That was my number two. It's also my Canary, number one. that's your number one. That is <laughs> so I'm one. the only one who doesn't have Goodfellas as their number but one. But you have okay. it. But you have it. But I do have and it. And you it's, gave an yeah. explanation yeah. as to why, which I, I which, can agree yeah. with what you're saying. And because, I will, yes, it's yes. not necessarily a 100% mob movie. Thank you. I, I, I disagree with is, that wholeheartedly. I, oh, yeah. Well, yeah I, on, no, I disagree 100%. No, no, no. No, hold on. I'm not saying it's not 100% a, a mob movie. Like I said, if I, I, I'll i get to what my number one is in a second, apparently, since I'm the only one who has what's left to say. All, 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 what I'll say about Goodfellas right now is purely from a movie, what makes a movie great type of aspect. I like Goodfellas more than my number one but I feel like my number one is a better movie, if that makes any sense, right? Like, I'm willing to admit that my taste in movies isn't always the end-all, be-all, and that there are things that make a movie better than necessarily what I look for in one. Goodfellas is, in my heart, my number one, but statistically... And everything laid out, my number two. So, but let's talk about Goodfellas. I mean, I, I would have to hear what your number one is, but to me, like, Goodfellas is a master class in yeah. filmmaking, agree. There's there is not one wasted shot. There's not one misplaced song. Every oh, fucking line, no matter so how good. improvised it is, is absolutely perfect. Like that is a perfect movie. I agree. There, there, there is. I mean, and and I, I love The Godfather. I love Godfather Part Two. 
uh, really the only reason why I didn't make it onto my 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 mountain is because I kind of think of those movies almost as like mafia fairy tales. It, it, exactly. It, it's very it's very romantic. It doesn't to me. I I like grittiness and I like uh, I like reality. You don't see Don Corleone flushing cocaine down the toilet, <laughs> right? No, <laughs> look, good, good <laughs> but but to, to, to me, I, uh, th- these movies are just uh, uh, Goodfellas is just as perfect as The Godfather is. And, no, good. And, I mean, all all you, all you need is, I think, maybe the most perfect shot in any movie ever. And this is coming from like a Spielberg fanboy here. All right. Uh, the scene where uh, Ray Liotta first takes his his girlfriend out, and oh, they and they're the going through the back, room. Room. walking through the and, back, and they they yeah. walk all through the back, through the kitchen. They get every time you two, every stuff. time. Yeah, yeah, Of him, of him yeah. paying the people off and then setting up the table. No, look, Goodfellas is. Goodfellas is absolutely incredible. Goodfellas would probably rank one of my top five favorite movies of all time. There, there's, there's a very specific reason that I'll get to when I say what my number one is, um, that I put it number two, but I like Goodfellas more than my number one. I, I, I sometimes sort of take what we do here maybe too literally, and I look at too many aspects, and so I put it at number two. Well, I will very plainly admit to you that Goodfellas I like more than my number one. There are so many incredible things to be had in this movie. Just, Joe Pesci. Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. The, the, the rise and fall, right? Just just from being a nobody kid, right, to, to seeing this and going to be a part of it. One of my favorite scenes that's almost a throwaway scene in the whole movie is the first time that Ray Liotta's character gets busted, right? And then when when he's oh. done with the judge yeah. and his, his and his lawyer does the style <laughs> and you see the one gold tooth right and then he walks out and everybody from the family yeah. is there to cheer and yeah yeah you popped your cherry right like that scene is just that encompasses what they're all about right like we know everything that's involved with this life you're gonna get busted you're gonna have to go we own judges we own lawyers like that was the moment when he realized that everything that's involved down to getting busted is included with what comes to this life. Yeah, Where right. until that moment, he had romanticized it as just being about being, you know, he's a good fella, right? He's a good guy. And that was when he realized that everything that was involved was part of it. I'm 100% sure that someday when my wife gets bored, I'm going to wake up to her straddling me with hopefully an unloaded gun in my face <laughs> just because she also loves that movie so much and I fuck up a lot. <laughs> so I'd like to think that maybe it will be unloaded, but she also loves that movie. And, and I, there's and down to the very last scene where he's standing there in the doorway, right? Yeah, holding yeah. the newspaper and he's like, I ordered noodles and marinara. I got egg noodles and ketchup. And he's so fucking disappointed at what life is when yeah. you're not a made guy because he's never understood anything but this life of being a made guy. Goodfellas is absolutely incredible. And probably, like I said, it would probably make my top five movies of all time. I, I, 
absolutely love it. That's like I said, it was my number two. I've got it on the list. It's definitely going to make the mountain. <laughs> probably is number one. You know, definitely is number one on the mountain. But love Goodfellas. Yeah, it, it it and the thing is, is is Joe Pesci as Tommy in that movie is just go the, get your the, fucking the, shine box, bro. And when he's when he fucking kills um. <laughs> Bats. When, 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 yeah, that he, that at first it's just oh he shoots him in the foot, and then oh no, no, no. oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Didn't he? No yeah, no, yeah. First, we, first, I, we thought you were talking about the We thought you were talking about the shine box guy, which is Billy Bats, but you're not talking about him. You're right, that's about really the, bad. Yeah, yeah yeah. I'm yeah. talking about um, and I'm blanking out his name that he was in the Sopranos. Yeah um, yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I fucking love yeah. that scene when he goes, "Hey, uh, Tommy, go fuck yourself." And he's like, "Oh, yeah. oh, 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 hey, you like that? Hey, you know what? Good for you. Good for you. Don't take no shit from nobody." And he gives him a fucking tip. Oh, so good. What about, what are we living? What day is it that we're living in? The fucking Tommy's gonna take this shit from this kid, huh? Spider is spider. Yeah, spider. And then Tommy just fucking unloads on him and fucking kills him in front of everybody. Like, no, the best the best part of that though is Robert De Niro looking at him. He's like, "You're gonna dig the fucking hole. You're gonna go get the line, right?" Like, right. Robert, he's not even disgusted at the fact that Joe Pesci just killed somebody for. He's like, "You're gonna fucking like, clean this up, motherfucker. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna dig the fucking hole, right?" Yeah. Like, it, it's him just upset that now he has to put manual labor. That, into this. That's his that's his punishment. It's like you're gonna have to do this now, like a fucking like a child who dirtied the dish. You're yeah. gonna have to wash the yeah. dishes now. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, then, and, and, and this then, is what I'm talking about before when we were talking about American Gangster. This movie absolutely glorifies oh, pr- yeah, criminals, big time, absolutely. absolutely, and it's my number one. And I can I could stand back and say no, this movie does absolutely glorify uh, criminal activities and criminals and monsters. I don't. I when I watch American Gangster, and again I watch it once a year. I never, I've never seen it with these rose colored. I've never seen it like wow, I want to be Frank Lucas. I'm like this dude is. Off his fucking rocker, dude. This is not a good you know, situation. You know, you know what I think it is? I think it has a lot to do with tone. Because American Gangster is a very serious movie. Yeah. Um, and Goodfellas has a lot of joking around. Had a, has a lot and of humor. So, it shows them as being right. human as and well, so, yeah. It shows, it shows, them, it shows them in a very being. human way. Yeah. And so, so what happens is you become attracted to these people because they look human to you. They behave you, human. This is when, someone I, I'd like to hang out with and make jokes with. Right? When you watch, but I'm, good but I'm watching these guys and I'm disgusted with them. Like, I, like I want to throw up. Like, oh my god, how can you treat people this way? Oh, I never you thought know? that. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Am I psycho? Am I psycho? Because I, 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 I never felt disgusted I, 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 by yeah, these guys. No, no. Uh. no I, I don't. I don't think it glorifies them. I think that it makes you think about yourself and what you view as a bad guy yeah i don't know much, in a much more introspective way than american gangster does right i mean because you look at you look at it like I, one scene in particular sticks to me and it's joe pesci when he's when he's joking it, it's right after the whole famous you know am i a clown blah blah whatever right. you know, where the guy walks up and he's like hey your tab got this tab and he's just like you know hey are, you're 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 embarrassing me in front of my friends, like, and mm-hmm. and he just smashes, you know, smash, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, like that scene to me, I was like, I fucking Joe Pesci's a badass, like, yeah. to me that just blew it to me, and I was like, 
this is the coolest fucking guy ever. He's and then, and then he adds the joke. He adds the joke afterwards. He goes, "You want to really laugh? Uh, last week he asked me to christen his fucking kid." Uh, yes, <laughs> God damn it! Yes, that so is great. Pesci's best line in the entire movie because he recovers from that whole fucking thing so well. Just no, look, like I said, it may I may be a sociopath. I don't know. I watch Goodfellas and I'm like, given the opportunity, I'd live that life. Yeah, one hundred percent. No doubt, I would live that life. And Talk it's just, it's so just like everything they show, but I love that they also showed, the, you know, like the Lorraine Bracco when she's given the little monologue about oh, uh, so good. The, the, the agents would show up with their search warrants. Some some of the girls would spit on them. Can you imagine that? Spitting on your own floor. I'd always invite them <laughs> in for coffee, right? Like, she's, she's so, like, just immune to all of it until his, until his girl shows up. It's just the whole thing is so wild, and I feel like I feel like it's it's decently romanticized. I know it's based on a true story, so it's American Gangster, but like we talked about, you know, it's falsified to an extent. It's good, good, Goodfellas is just an incredible movie, and it's it's and it's and it's it, it never it's relentless. Like you, yeah. you never stop to breathe when you watch. It's like as soon as. As soon as one thing lets down, something else happens. Then you get to meet Joe Pesci's mom, and she's fucking ignorant. <laughs> that's what that's where I was going to talk about. <laughs> that they have a body in the trunk, and they're sitting at her house having fucking spaghetti. Just eat like pasta, like yeah. midnight. Yeah, you know, like a like a good Italian grandma. They're not going to let her. I love I love the I love the dog painting that you bring. It's like, hey, hey, show show them the painting. Show them yeah. the painting. One dog's facing this way, one dog's facing that way. Why? What do you want? That hey, <laughs> looks like a guy we know. Hey. <laughs> I, lo- I love. I love the fact that he yeah. that he takes the knife and he's like, "Ma, yeah, we hit a deer. We gotta cut the hoof. The the what do you call it? The hoof." And he's like, "It's a sin, what do you ma." Call it the hoof? Yeah, what do you call it? The hoof. <laughs> and he's like, and she's like, "Oh no!" And he's like, "Ma, it's a sin. My poor animal. It's a sin." Like this guy is such <laughs> a this fucking. Guy, right? And it's just, um, but one of the one of my and I, this movie. Look, I have uh, there's a few movies that I have literally the uh, full size poster framed in my living room, and this is one of those movies. Um, and I one of the greatest things about this movie, and again, everything is perfect, everything is great. But one of my favorite things about this movie is the way, uh, from a technical aspect, that it perfected the voiceover. the The oh, way yeah. it just it's such a good narrative. It's such a good and the uh, fucking Ray Liotta just did perfect. And it, it wasn't just Ray Liotta and doing the voiceovers. It was other char- other uh, char- other actors and other characters. But yeah. it was so good. Um, I I legitimately was that guy i remember watching this movie as a kid and when that scene would go when it when um when uh they would introduce uh the nero's character and he says he's the kind of guy that would root for the bad guy in the movie i would literally be that i was 11 years old when this movie came and i would watch this movie be like i'm that guy i'm fucking rooting (laughs) for the nero the nero's the bad guy and i'm fucking rooting for this guy to win when I got my PlayStation Two, it was the fir- I was the first one in our family to get a DVD player. So I got a PlayStation Two for Christmas, and the very first thing I did was I headed to Block uh, to Blockbuster. Um, or no, not but Hollywood Video. It was it was yeah, it was Blockbuster. West, Coast, West Coast Video. But and I went and rented <laughs> Goodfellas on DVD. You had to flip it over halfway yep, through. Yep, it was yep, so yep. damn long. You when 
right before Lorraine Bracco finds out about the girlfriend and starts buzzing all the doorbells, you had to flip the DVD over to keep watching. That's how much I love this movie. It was the very first DVD I ever owned. I also think that one of the parts of this movie that never gets enough credit for being shot as well as it did is Jimmy's descent into madness. Where oh, the just, paranoia of the final yeah. act. The, the, the helicopter. Yes. The, yes. the whole filming style changes entirely. The editing style changes. Exactly. And you know, all that shit was done after the movie was over. Everything I did not know that, but yeah, everything he, about the movie changes in Act Three. So he uh, there's he, a tonal shift in the way yeah. the movie is viewed. Scorsese screened the movie, and everyone loved it, but they thought that it dragged too long, and that the third act was particularly boring. And so he decided, all right, well, I'm going to reshoot some scenes. I'm going to re-edit it, and he brought that like frantic chaotic editing style into it and and kind of highlighted this paranoia coked out uh like feeling that that leota was going through and he made us experience it along with him. and you experience it perfectly because as you watch act three of that movie you feel the paranoia from jimmy killing samuel l jackson <laughs> yeah and, and just and just just slowly knocking people off like i said way earlier we we're talking about big coats kills the one guy because he buys yeah. his girl a fur coat when they weren't supposed to be spending the money. Like, they... And, and, and that the act three of that movie is just... It's... You, you can't stop to breathe. Like, act three of that movie, just from, from the from the LaFonza heist till the end of the movie, it's absolutely non-stop. Just fucking buckle in. You're two hours in. Let's go one more. And it's... It's absolutely incredible. I love this movie. I love everything about it. I, I know every damn line. I've seen it a hundred fucking times. It's just spectacular. Now, one quick thing interesting. Taniri was talking about the voiceover um, that I wanted to mention. So I was reading up on the movie. And um, so Ray Liotta actually, while he was doing the vo- voiceovers to make it sound more authentic, had somebody else in the room and was reading it to them. So it sounded oh, okay. like he was reading it to somebody and making okay. it more conversational. I can do so that. Apparently, that, that's one thing they did, which made it way more authentic. That It's like this guy's actually telling me the story. It's great, man. I, I, again, uh, these little things. Uh, Ray Liotta is one of these guys that when you watch Goodfellas, you know, and I know Ray Liotta is a, a well-known actor, but I'm like, why isn't he bigger than he is? Like yeah. he, he's like uh, he's 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 on par with De Niro and Pesci, which is saying a lot. These are yeah. two of our best actors that we've that, that that the world has ever seen. And Ray Liotta is fucking in every scene of this movie and is on par with these two uh, fucking icons. And he's yeah, not and hanging with and he's hanging two with people. That yeah. You know. He's like it's, it's like imagine being that guy. And I go oh, it's just sports reference, uh, uh, Dave. So bear with me. But imagine being that <laughs> imagine being that guy. <laughs> who can literally lace up with Jordan and LeBron, but yet I, my like his career is not it's not a bad career, but he you know just, it didn't go it didn't go any like the other two De Niro and Pacino he, kept fucking ascending. He's about Allen Iverson right now. Correct, and and then that's not the same, and you're not on the same. And I just feel right. like I, I just feel yeah. like, uh, like really order like, like should have like a Carl Malone maybe. No, Carl Malone pretty highly regarded. <laughs> 
He tried. He tried, man. Come on. Give him, okay. give him a try, man. I mean, I, I never hear anyone throw out Carl Malone when they're talking about the bill. It's the fucking bill, man. The um, man. That's right. You don't th- you don't hear about them now because now there's the internet. So now it's like they don't have the email, yeah. man. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So well, all right. I guess I'm the only one who has my number one to pick. Go ahead. Um, my number one, and honestly, I'm shocked that it didn't make anybody else's mountains. This is similar to the time when I was on Rush Four and did rap albums, and I was the only one who picked Elmatic. Because I thought this was a guaranteed number one for a lot of people. As much as I love Goodfellas, and I actually like Goodfellas more than this movie, but as a movie, I feel like it's better. When it comes to mob movies, the blueprint is Godfather 2. I, uh, look, I can't be That's, mad at that gonna pick. You're not going to get an argument, yeah. You're not going to get a pick. I, to me, these are all... Are- Godfather, Godfather 2, and Goodfellas, to me, are three very perfect movies. There's um, nothing wrong with that pick whatsoever. Uh, I even God, put, I, yeah. I posted this poll on Twitter not too long ago. I was having a conversation with Missy, or my friend Missy, and our friend Missy, and she hasn't seen uh, uh, Godfather uh, or 1, 2, or Goodfellas. And she says, oh, I feel like I have to, isn't Godfather better than Goodfellas? Shouldn't I watch Goodfellas first and then watch Godfathers because I'll be disappointed? if I go backwards and I was like no I told her I go look these movies are very uh, very different very different yeah. but they're all three regarded as great and I said I think I said I would pick Goodfellas over Godfather gun to head uh, pun intended and I po- posted the, t- the poll on Twitter and Godfather actually beat out uh, Goodfellas as per and my so, poll on Twitter so. so so here's the thing with Godfather 2 right and uh, I can't remember if it was Jeff or David I think it was Jeff earlier who said that when you talk about the Godfathers, what you're looking at is mob fairy tale. Yeah, that was me. Oh, sorry, Dave. Sorry, but so that that's but that's the thing, right? When you watch Godfather Two, it absolutely is mob fairy tale. Like from from top to bottom through three movies, it's this incredible story that's told over the three movies. And look, I know Godfather 3 is not that great, but it's essential to everything that's being told in the story. I am one to say I love Godfather 3 on its own. The only problem with Godfather 3 is that it comes on the heels of Godfather 1 and 2, which are arguably the two best movies in cinematic history. And that may be the problem, right? Because you watch Godfather, and it's absolutely incredible. And and I've, I've read Godfather, and I've watched Godfather, and just... Just everything about it is so good and it's so deep and you feel it. And in the group chat, some, I think it was it was maybe Jeff earlier was like, I forgot that everything is quotable about this movie happens in the first 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, in the first right, 20 like, minutes of it. Yeah, like, like everything everybody remembers from the Godfathers from that first couple minutes. But, but Godfather 2, look, we were talking about shots earlier um, that, that will hang with you forever. And we were talking about that shot from Goodfellas. But that shot, where uh, Al Pacino is Michael Corleone, right? And he's got the guy pinned down, and his, his fist is right by his face. And, and he stops to contemplate every moment and every choice that's led him to this point in his life, right? And it zooms in, and you don't hear anything. And then the music starts to come to, and it's just, just everything about that scene encompasses everything that these are supposed to be about, right? Like it's your you're this you're this shitty nothing kid from the barrio that that eventually <laughs> comes to be somebody. 
and you eventually reach this point where you're this you're you're what you thought was a bad guy, but it's what you have to do to live your life. And, and Michael Corleone is 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 reflecting on everything that's happened to him up until this point. Through the Godfather series, you've got an incredible cast of actors. I mean, it's a Coppola film. You can't yeah. go wrong. I, I, it, it's just everything. Everything about it is absolutely incredible. But uh, I think that David used the phrase Goodfellas is a master class. Like I put Godfather 2 right there with Goodfellas. Like I said, personal preference is Goodfellas. Filmmaking, just being an incredible movie is the only reason I put Godfather 2 above this because it's, it's the pinnacle of the series. Three is good. But you're absolutely right, Neri. Three comes on the heels of two, which is incredible. And three and has Sofia Coppola eating dick on up. screen. So there's also that. <laughs> Sofia Coppola's acting is fucking atrocious. So uh, that's the <laughs> but that's the only glaring weakness of part three. Holy I mean, fuck. I mean, that's why she dies. Yeah. I mean, anyway, um, what I was going to say was, so I mentioned this in, in the chat we have. I haven't seen Godfather, any of them, in a probably 12 years. Just pretend they're Asian, dude, and you'll watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Just put the captions on. If you put the captions on, it's almost like subtitles, so it's fine. You just do that. They they might as well be foreign. I mean, half of Godfather 2 is in Italy. That is true. Yeah, I watched a a good amount of the first one today, um, again, and that's where I mentioned that statement that Danny uh, DeBona said about the first 20 minutes, I didn't, I forgot that in the first 20, 30 minutes of the movie, a lot of like the iconic scenes happen. Yeah. You know, it, I haven't gotten to two. I don't remember enough about two. So that's why it wasn't on my mountain because like I said, I haven't seen this in a decade. So I, it's definitely, I want to rewatch it because I feel like I need to, I need to be able to remember all of these movies, you know, but the, uh, that's why it's not on my list. The, the last time that I saw the Godfather movies was about, I want to say it was maybe three years ago, maybe four years ago. And um, it was on HBO, and they had uh, something called the Godfather the, Epic. The Godfather Epic, right, where they just put them all together and they yeah. chronologically order it? Yeah, so you get all of the, uh, the young uh, Vito themes in Italy first. Yeah, you get all of the stuff from Godfather one, and then you get all of the Michael stuff from Godfather two, and and laying it out in chronological order like that, it's like the most amazing story ever told. It will take, I think, I think when you it was watch ten hours it's long, ten hours, right? Yeah. Yes, when you watch it, it's ten hours of your life. But if you dig it, it's worth every second because when you see it all put together in one incredible story like that it's like reading one long ass book it's all one story and it's amazing steph and i uh when we did it we approached it kind of like uh uh like a miniseries like an hbo miniseries where we'd watch like you know uh like an hour or two one night and and then another hour or two another night it took us almost a week to watch the whole thing uh, but I want to find one day where I've got nothing going on and I can just sit down with a bottle of whiskey and just drink and watch it from start to finish. Uh, cause it, it really is just, it, it, it's, it's an amazing story. It's incredible. 
And one of the reasons why it didn't make my mountain is because as much as I love it, I don't love it as much as the other stuff. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a very simple reason. It To me, The Godfather set the standard of what modern films are, if that makes any sense. Like, there, there to me, there was Hollywood before sound, right? Then there's the, the Hollywood after sound, and then there's The Godfather. And then there's everything after The Godfather. Because yeah. after, after The Godfather, everything starts emulating the way that The Godfather's done. Right. Coppola, Coppola changed film forever with right. The Godfather. Yeah. And, but it, it didn't make my mountain for the same reason that, like, The Public Enemy didn't make my mountain. I love The Public Enemy. The that black and white one. He's talking about the black and white the one. Black, not, yeah. The black and white one, yeah. <laughs> not the uh, No, legit. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I, I, I had I the same confusion. Too. Thanks for that pointless clarifying. No, I had because there's a movie <laughs> called Public Enemies with Johnny Depp, and that when him and <laughs> I were talking about it, I thought he was talking about that. That's not the oh, movie he was uh, talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm talking... Right. <laughs> the other one's not plural. I'm talking about the singular Public Enemy uh, with James Cagney from 1931. I love that movie. Uh, but when you start stacking it up next to uh, Casino and Goodfellas and The Untouchables and some of the other movies that we've talked about, I I don't like it as much. Uh, just uh, on a, a, hey, which movie am I going to watch? I'm not going to choose Godfather. I'm going to choose no. Goodfellas. And look, that's why Goodfellas but is it, a it, personal it, favorite. What it, what it does for cinema Undeniable. I mean, and there, there is there is no Goodfellas without Godfather, and that's why Goodfellas is a personal favorite more than Godfather. Yeah. But like I, I said, that. sometimes I come at the mountain uh, possibly more surgically than I should. And I, so, like I said, this is two weeks in a row where my number two is actually a movie I like more than my number one. But I feel like my number one more perfectly encapsulates the topic. Because last week I put Minority Report over Blade Runner, which obviously I love Blade Runner more than uh, Minority no, you, Report. You did right. You did right. But uh, <laughs> but so it's it's the same thing this week. I, I I like Goodfellas more than Godfather Two, but I think that as far as cinema and film goes, Godfather Two is. I I uh, I absolutely love. Uh, Goodfellas, Godfather One and Two, very much the same. Uh, to me, I, I, uh, it's really like picking between children. When you go, oh, which is your favorite child? Of course we all, right. of course we all have one, but you don't really say it out loud, and you just pretend like, no, 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 no. I just love them all different ways. Uh, but you, mm-hmm. that's how I feel. Like I, there's no wrong answer. So whatever answer you pick, yeah. I honestly just didn't want to. I'll be completely honest. I put Godfather One and Two on their own. Like to me. There's such those films. I I I regard them so highly that I put them on their own. Like okay, one Godfather one and two. Now let's talk about um the other movies that have a shot against each other. Like that's how right. high I okay. put Godfather one and two. Their Godfather is the go is my go to. Uh, I said this last week when I I hate that conversation when people go oh for its time I hate that fucking phrase because there's no such thing as for its time when no. you have really good something and, exactly Godfather is timeless and that's and that's my yeah. go to I literally point to Godfather one and two and go those were movies that were done in the fucking seventies and they had and they still fucking they age 
they age like wine uh and it's it, it's better and better and i watch them every year and every fucking year that i watch these movies i go wow that scene and that's every scene that the acting is so perfect and that and the the the, the lighting is so perfect the fact everything is so perfect and these that's how much i love godfather one and two so i'm there's to me that's not a bad the fact that you picked part two over over goodfellas i don't take that as a slight to goodfellas at no, all no. i think i think it's a perfect no. there's no wrong answer to that dude there's no wrong answer i l- honestly just didn't put them on the list because i feel like they're they're their own you know what i mean it's like when somebody no, i can it's, you know, I can i can i can absolutely see that i i get it like i said it's just it was just funny because uh back to when rush for we did hip hop albums, and I did the same thing. Where I was like, "Man, everybody's gonna have this one on there," and then it never showed up. And I was like, "This is crazy," but all right, whatever. I probably would have had Illmatic on there if I was doing that topic. I probably, I, 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 I mean, I probably would have had. If not, number five or on it by meaning. Just thinking off the top of my head, Illmatic is fucking great, though. Um, all right, so we got for the uh, mountain. We obviously have Goodfellas. That's obviously so, gonna make it. Goodfellas got four votes. Um, Carlitos Way's got two. The Untouchables also had two. Untouchables yeah. has two. Uh, so we got Goodfellas. Uh, all right. Carlitos so Carlitos Way, Way. So Goodfellas, Carlitos Way, and Untouchables, and then we're looking for a fourth. Yeah, uh, I, I, mean, I, I say I say put Godfather two. Is the, I was gonna say I'm about, I'm about to fight. I'm about to fight for my boy, but you you can't have a mob movie split without having a Godfather movie on there and the runaway favorite and best of the Godfather trilogy. I was going to say American Gangster, but uh, the boner hates black people, so he doesn't want it. So uh, <laughs> let's... <laughs> You just, just could have said Alabama. Just, uh, oh, oh too no, real. Too real. Uh, <laughs> you realize how bad everything about this podcast would get shit on if we did mob movies and there wasn't a fucking. No, I, I, again, I, there's no wrong answer here. There's no, I'm really okay with putting any one of these movies that is not called Analyze This. I'm really okay with it. Like, I don't think you can go wrong with this. So, I, I agree with you, Godfather 2. I, I second that, I second that, uh, that 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 um pick man, um Dave, what do you guys think, Dave and uh, Jeff? You guys yeah, okay no, with I'm, Godfather I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah. So our choices. I, I like it, but but the bone is really uh, adamant about it. And I'm telling you, go rewatch the Godfather trilogy. I'm watching it. I'm going to finish it tomorrow. I and then, you and then all these other things that you've been watching, getting ready for this episode, realize where the foundation was built in 1972 in the Godfather. And movie. you go watch uh, uh, Road to Perdition. All right, so and we I'll got go watch Road to yeah. Perdition again in Oscar. So our go Mount Black Mass, <sighs> Black Mass, Road to Perdition, and Oscar. Fantastic. Uh, so um, the pick, the final mountain is Goodfellas, Imagine. Godfather Two. Untouchables uh, and Carlitos Way, so that's a fantastic. I would, I'll fucking. That's a fantastic day of watching yep. movies right there. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't hate that list at all. It's really good. Yeah, that's a solid athlete. Did anybody, Debona? Uh, did you get a Perfect Mountain? No, hell no. Um, I. Uh, oh, you picked I Killing Them Softly. Have, yeah, I had Killing Them Softly instead of uh, instead of Untouchable. I had, I had uh, one. Two. You had an Oscar, so let's not get I, too crazy. But I had three. Yeah. I had three of the uh, three of the four. The only one that I didn't have the old is my number four was Oscar. Uh, was yeah, I, I had I, number four. What's funny is I had one, but if Neary like American Gangster, I'm surprised Neary didn't pick it. The Departed, I'm surprised nobody else picked it. 
the departed i only i only didn't pick departed because i i made up a rule that i ended up breaking unknowingly anyways i i honestly god <laughs> uh, the first two the first two movies that were on my list were goodfellas and 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 uh and um departed and then when i made the rest of my list as i was talking to you guys i was like you know what i'm not gonna go with two sorcerers because that's too easy like that's literally all Oliver like, Stone. i knew, yeah. I knew <laughs> none of them are Oliver Stone. <laughs> <laughs> well hang on suit in nary's defense Oliver Stone did write Scarface. That, that's where my confusion has always come in. So. Yeah, right, right. Go ahead, go ahead and claim that one, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, but it's fucking true. What the fuck? I didn't. I literally. What are you just? I randomly. I randomly threw out a fucking guy who had nothing to do with the fucking movie and it ended up being right. That's what a fucking guy. Wait, wait. I forgot, yeah. sorry, my bad. I forgot when you mentioned that, when you made that mistake. I just said I forgot. I, I, all I said was I thought that he, I always associate that movie with Oliver Stone and for well, whatever reason. What you actually said was that you associate Carlito's way with Oliver Stone. No, 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 no. Scarface. Scarface is the one I attribute. Go back and listen to the episode, buddy. Go back and no, listen no, to the you're episode. you're going to edit it out. You're going to edit it out like you always yeah, yeah, do. You're going to fix it. I never. going to be like, I, I think fix it. Post. I don't. I do not. Anyway, thank you for checking out the What's Up Bro podcast. Uh, <laughs> thank you for checking out Mount Geekmore. The uh, uh, Bona, glad to have you uh, on. Uh, sorry that you are going to be working from home. I guess I don't know if I should be sorry hey, or congratulating. Sorry, brother. Um, I got a lot of great things going on. Um, I'm now currently hosting virtual trivia at least once a week. I'm not getting paid for it, but to hell with it. It gives me something to do. Um, also, if you head over to Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at What You Got Show, you can watch uh, me and my boy Nick eat bizarre things. Uh, we've got an episode out now called Hidden Gems, where Lewis Essman from What's Good uh, mixed a bunch of random things into chocolate, and we had to eat them and guess what he'd so mixed good. in. That's fantastic. Uh, you can also check it out at what, uh, geekbro.net. Go to geekbro.net. It's, it's also included and on there, so make sure you guys check it out. Look, from the bottom of my heart, to anybody who listens to this, after this episode, after the last episode came out and we went on the website, uh, we got a decent bump. So I'm going to go ahead and attribute that to uh, Geekbro. I've been down with this network for forever. We all go way back. We've all done a bunch of podcasts together. I love these guys. Uh, there's no school in Alabama for the rest of the year, so I guess this is what I'm doing on Thursdays from now on. Yeah, you guys have been, you guys, uh, you guys haven't had school since uh, 1947. What year was it? What year did you guys? It's something like that. It was like when they started nope. letting darkies into school. <laughs> oh my god, that. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my god, man, he said it way worse than what I was. Yeah, about. too real. I was say, too real. I was gonna say integration, but uh, sure, let's go with. Dark. Anyway, I love you all, and I'm not at all racist. Head to whatyougotshow.com, and you can you will link you will be linked straight to my YouTube uh, channel. Uh, we've recently hit 100 subscribers, so we are on our way. I appreciate. So it. check that. Check out Geekbro. Check them out at geekbro.net. Check out the other podcasts on the Geekbro Network uh, that I include, but not limited to the What's Up Bro uh, podcast, uh, Comedy Fitness, The Layer, and uh, Childlike at Best uh, with Mike uh, Valdez. So make sure you guys check that out, geekbro.net. Check out my Instagram. Better Let Me Tell You is my new fucking... Better Let Me Tell... How great are those guys? Those guys oh, are great. Better Let Me Tell You is my new... That's that's my new... That's Better Let Me Tell You also yeah. found at geekbro.net. So make sure you guys check that out. Uh, check out my Instagram. 
Instagram. I'm trying to grow my Instagram, but I, everything else is at NarySigns.com, or if you can't spell that, what was his name.com, and everything takes you on there. Throughout the quarantine, I'm doing daily uh, Instagram live videos, uh, so make With sure you Mike guys... With Mike Merkendahl the other day, go back and find it. Goddamn, Mike Merkendahl. Hilarious. Yeah, I, I, have, I, I try to post them after they do a live video on Instagram. I try to save them and then repost them on my Instagram feed, so make sure you guys check that out. Um, I don't get to do all of I don't get to repost all of them because sometimes they go a little too long uh, for the reposting purposes. But anyways, uh, what was his name.com? Uh, that's how lists are made. Thank you guys.